Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Sponsored by Lay's Potato Chips. You know, buy one, get one free at Publix this week. Dill Pickle and BLT are our flavors of choice. Take that nerdy show and your Doritos thing. Yeah, so the gayest flavor of Lay's, is, dill. Is, is this becoming a thing? I, it could be. <laughs> they made the Doritos thing their thing. We can make the in the Lay's. It what, makes sense. What did you call it, Jared? The Lay's for gays or something? Yeah, Lay's for gays. Yeah. Lay's for gays. Yeah. Let's, let's make this a thing. Okay. Lay's for gays. Okay, Lay's like for gays. That. Now, I have uh, clockwise here. We got Jared. Hi. The amazing and multi-talented draw friend. I don't like that draw friend thing either, but... Please take that out. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Edit. No! Tony, it's Tony's thing. Keep, keep going. All right. Draw buddy. So, um, super draw brother. We have Eric... Yeah, hello. The shoeless yeah, hello. muscle daddy. Somebody stole my sneakers. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, no, they were fabulous sneakers. No, but... they weren't. They were crap. <laughs> but someone liked them. Maybe they had a foot fetish and they wanted to just like sniff oh, your sneakers. Ew. Does that make you feel better? Well, if it was that big muscly guy, I would be okay with well, that. Well, there you go. And we have the question. Who, me? <laughs> <laughs> Fresh off of his New York Comic Con adventure. Yes. Which is very exciting. We're going to hear all about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. How many are there, that. Eric? You might know that. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> of course. You didn't mention my name, did you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew not okay, to from God, last God, time. <laughs> I still haven't recovered from that knife wound. <laughs> and of course, the lovely Oral. It's showtime, Synergy. <laughs> so we need to add that in there. I forgot. The, oh, the gym dolls. Anyway, let's get... Oh, I was going to ask what that was from. Let's get right into the movies, because there's a lot of movie news, and minute, actually a few things. Oh, God, what? Gem? I never watched it. Well, you were But Kathy showed me a few episodes. Well, did he show you Jim or Jizz? Uh, is there a difference? Yes. Yes. No, there's a, there's a big <laughs> well, one is voiced by a man, and the other... <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. What's, do the agenda, Brian. I, okay, oh. I'm saying. We're going to get in some movie news. We're going to do some uh, television, of course. The big fall sorry, season we starts back up. taking off guard that you're a shitty gay man who didn't know what Gem is. You uh, can't get... 
Listen, I'll admit something right now. I didn't watch Jim either. But really? I have seen Jizz since then, and it's I've fabulous. Yes, Jen yes. Was... We all have seen Jizz in this okay. room. Okay. Okay. okay, focus, focus. Oh. Sorry, we're a little ADD today. Mm-hmm. So, there is some music news, there is some gay news, and of course, our comic news. Let me take over on for the movie news, if you don't Please mind. Please go for it. Justice League and Avengers 2 are going to come out in summer of 2015. That's exciting. You thought this summer was big with Dark Knight Rises and Spider-Man and Avengers. Avengers. What else? Wasn't there another one? I think there was. But what I want to know is, but do you really believe gonna be... it's going to happen? Do you actually yeah. think yeah. they are going to I do it? I know they're trying to, but I just... I, I think it's going to happen. After the success of the Avengers, they have to. They have to give us something. Yeah. I just shove it down my throat. Would you please? (laughs) (laughs) You did that earlier, okay? Oh heavens! I will say this: I am, I believe in Avengers two because Joss Whedon is still at the helm. But as for Justice League, I'll believe it when I see it. I want to know who the director is. I want to know who the screenwriter is. I want to know who's going to be in it. Anybody, anything? Because it's too early. That's why I'm. Well, did you guys hear that? Uh, Warner Brothers won the rights for Superman, like the full rights yes. against the creator of the Siegel and Schuster. Yeah, oh, yeah. one of the two. <laughs> I know yeah. it sucks for for them, but Warner Brothers. They said now if they have that, they're moving like full steam ahead because Superman's obviously in that movie, right. and they're going to use some of the the rights they won. So we think that they'll have Superman. They'll probably have a rebooted Batman, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. So so instead of the Avengers approach, where they actually built up from individual characters to the group, this will be the group with Superman and maybe Batman continuity, I don't know. And then they'll springboard it off into having Flash and maybe Green Lantern. Who knows? Who Who knows? knows? They could do anything. If they wanted to keep it grounded, they could just do a couple of them. And then if it goes well, they could spin out more characters into a sequel. Yeah. So. I wonder if they'll use. I mean, I'm sure. Well, I don't know. I was like, if they use the Baz, the new Green Lantern. That'd be oh yes, that will never happen. But yes, know, that would be awesome. Be cool. Um, so Wolverine, this is uh, kind of recent news. Yeah, heard this today. Yeah. Um, oh, that's it's a terrible. not. It's not, <laughs> it's not a prequel. A sequel to X Men Three. That's not a lot of hope there. Oh, I, oh, well, oh X Men Three was an abomination. Well, but. I think the idea there, and this may tie into the first class stuff, because now Mark Miller, Mark Miller, I always do Mark Miller. Mark Miller is the creative. He's like the Joss Whedon of the of the Fox Marvel properties mm-hmm. of the X Men stuff, and I guess maybe Fantastic Four. And I mean, it sounds like they're trying to do something with Days of Future Past, where they may somehow reset continuity. I, I mean, I don't well, know. To, uh, Picard, uh, yeah, Patrick Stewart, he's, he's gonna signed be on it. to do the futuristics Professor Xavier. Yep. So I mean, Jean Grey was was rumored to have a Everybody role in the Wolverine. He's just Famke. Famke. Halle Berry. Famke. 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 Really? Hell yeah. So you so you like her as Jean Grey? Yes, I do. Not an X Men three. Yeah. Well, One and two. <laughs> three. Well, Even though she little... was dark in that and everything. No. Yeah. No. The outfit was terrible. She had got like cataracts. It was really bad. She looked really yeah. old. Well, they killed Cyclops off yeah. without even a thought. They're just like, oh, I know. Like, I got one of Superman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that movie went off real well. Yeah, great choice. So, um, Wolverine, um, they have a couple picks out. Oh. Did you see those? Oh, abs? They look so good. Oh Wolverine. my gosh. 
I love him. I mean, Hugh Jackman can do. He's just going to cut people with his abs instead of his claws from now on. <laughs> they had bone claws in the picture. That was kind of no, cool, no right? way. Yeah, in the future. Well, the, <laughs> question the thing they're saying now is that it's it's part of it's set in the future, but it's also partly set in the past. It's going to go back and oh, jump around. You know, oh, probably because he'll visit Japan in his past, but now he's revisiting it, like in the in the probably present, something you know? jumpy. Um, and so he's come back and things are changed, and he's like, you know, he's like a hundred years old. So I read something about how they're going to really embrace the fact that he's pretty much immortal or right. he has a much longer lifespan so a whole generation has passed and he comes back and he's still the same guy and everything he knew probably the woman he loved or whatever is gone are you know. gone yeah it could be awesome and i'm looking forward to just having maybe a good wolverine movie as the first one no so yeah um, we could all use one of those i could give a oh, rat's ass about wolverine really i could like he's just everywhere and i i really think he pollutes Everything he touches. I think that's true about Deadpool, but I will say this. Oh, Deadpool too. Jason Aaron writes an awesome Wolverine. But you know why Jason Aaron's Wolverine is really great? Because he relies on other characters. <laughs> Absolutely. As opposed to what other people do, which is totally rely on Wolverine thinking it's going to save a book. Wolverine Max. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't buy that. All I heard was bad. Oh, so, I didn't hear it was bad. So, um, and, and, and Although, we talked about... They what? toned him down, and he hasn't been in that much like in our faces the way he used to be. I mean, he's still there, and he's in a lot he's, of books. He's on the covers, but, but not so much in the books anymore. That he's in much. Avengers. He's in uh, Uncanny, Uncanny Avengers. Avengers. He's in X Wolverine and the X-Men. I'm sure he'll pop up in the all-new X-Men book at some point. I mean, uh -huh. yeah, he, he does, has his actually, own book. Page four, issue one. <laughs> he sniffs and, and smells Gene, and he's like... Yeah. Wow. So okay. I think he gets around, but he's no Deadpool. I'll say that. Um, so what uh, What about this Days of Future Past? Evidently, uh, what's his name? Matthew Vaughn, the director? The director of X-Men First Class yep. is not coming back for the sequel, X-Men Days of Future Past. Yeah. So it, that's very recent. So the first terrible. people, the first guy on their list is now Brian Singer. They're which, wanting to get it come back to X-Men. Which he was like executive producer on that movie, right. too. So I, I'm excited. I think... He needs to come back and really kind of restart the legacy well, of X-Men. He's really never left. He's always been a producer. True, true. But Even, I mean, I, I think the first two movies that he helmed were the, I mean, they are They are up there. the best. Yeah. yeah. They're some of the best superhero movies, and they came out before, like, superhero movies. Absolutely. Those came back in, what, 2000, mm, or 1999 or something? Something. Yeah, late, very, yeah, it was like early, late 1999. I yeah. think it was, it yeah. Restarted. It restarted. Those, those were before even, like, Spider-Man. Yep. Like, if Justice League... Can't make it happen. Then, and that after he made, you know, the he was the like the pioneer of mm -hmm. team superhero movies. So if Justice League can't ha make it happen, then well, to, he he made that real stupid. Yeah, like yeah, real world and not superpower. Abs absolutely, know. no no tights, just you know right. the, the leather. If Brian Singer can do it with no precedent for those ki that kind of movie mm -hmm. and make it a success, no movies leading up to it like Marvel did, then Warner Brothers should be able to. They have like over ten years of movies to pull from and learn lessons from you'd think but you know actually it's funny um i forgot who they were interviewing um god who was it anyway they thought that um the dc properties are inherently oh it was mark miller he said the dc properties for film are inherently unfilmable or, or rather the films will never work as well as the marvel ones because dc is too larger than life and marvel is a little more realistic 
Right. I listened to that podcast. And yeah, I think it was a word balloon thing. Yeah. And, and I mean, it, I, I don't I don't agree with him, but I also do see where he's coming. Well, yeah. I mean, look at Black Widow in the Avengers movie. She's badass. Yeah. I picture like Wonder Woman in her thong and thigh high boots. And well, that's why I wish you know? the pants, the Wonder Woman pants had stuck the pants because I even, thought that was good. What is it? The, the war armor that she wears? Kind of like the, the Spartan thing. I right. like that. That would work. Yeah, that would but work. Not yeah, I do like that one. It's like, like the gladiator They're skirt kind of. Yeah. yeah. They'll probably it's go there because that's it does make more sense. You know, but saying that something's in quote unquote larger than life mm-hmm. is a cop out for saying we have never never been able to make a good movie since like Superman two. Yeah. Like that's well, Batman. Well, Batman, Batman excluding. Okay. Like, and that's what he kept saying when he was ranting about it. He was like, "Oh, Batman these movies the are too exception. hokey and goofy and whatever." But not Batman. Yeah. <laughs> no. Like this just that that doesn't make sense. If you look at it, there. For every DC character, there's a Marvel equivalent and vice versa. True. If Marvel can pull it off, so can you. But you just can't. Just They they have thrown everything at the wall, hoping that something would stick. And then they go completely against the grain, thinking this is going to make you know the movie sing. And it doesn't. Yeah. And Marvel's done it, too. Hence, Wolverine Origins. <laughs> Wait, let me do it. Let me do it. Let's go down a list. Who is Wolverine's DC equivalent? Oh, um, the comic book bears guys mentioned this. It's one of the Legionnaires, uh, the Legion guys. I meant like yeah, Timberwolf. Timberwolf. No, I mean, I mean oh, major players. player. I don't, I don't know who Nate major was, but no, Timberwolf is basically a Wolverine. Yeah. Who's Thor's equivalent? Superman. Eh, I could go with that. Well, who's uh, Captain America's equivalent? Superman. Uh, <laughs> Superman. <laughs> no, they all match. Thor would Superman. be Wonder Woman. Thor would yeah. be Wonder Woman. Aquaman, <laughs> Namor. Yeah, I guess I see what you're saying. Captain America would be Superman the boy. Who's Green Lantern? What about Uncle Sam? Did you know that they made what was it called? It was it had like Spectrum and Hyperion. Yeah. What was that team oh, called? Squadron Supreme. Yeah. Squadron Supreme. That, that was, was like the JLA That was a mere <laughs> show. Was. That was like an on purpose. And Hickman like, is bringing Hyperion from that back for the new Avengers storyline, which is yeah, going to be but really, I really like, interesting. Like Straczynski's take on that. Yeah. That was awesome. That was the awesome. ultimate. Was that? Yeah. Was, Didn't we learn our lesson not to have a Sentry type Superman character well, on the Avengers? Listen, it's Hickman. You're Are right. you questioning Hickman? I guess I we're going to get to the Hickman yeah. um, praise session here in a little bit. But anyway, let's move on. The Iron Man three trailer came out. I saw it today, and I I have mixed feelings about it because I like Extremis and I like the Mandarin as a character, and I like love what Fraction's been doing with him. But I just seeing the the trailer, I'm not I'm not sure it's the Iron Man that has worked. But the tone of the trailer, which I'm sure won't be necessarily the tone of the movie, is a lot darker and a lot less fun. And I think what made Iron Man work and what made Avengers work is that they're fun. They're not too dark. So I'm kind of curious to see now that they're taking a darker turn, at least, again, based on the trailer, is that going to work for this? You know? Do you guys agree? I feel exactly the same way. Of I didn't really enjoy the tone, but again, they're just trying to like they're really trying to draw people in. Yeah. The Dark Knight Rises was very successful and had that exact same tone. Mm-hmm. So, but you can up, tell so you don't know what the, tone the, the second tone he sees up. Mandarin, Brett White said this on Twitter. The second he sees Mandarin, you know he's gonna go all over him with those quips and stuff and that hair, that hair, ugh. yeah, ugh. and that voice. In the grand tradition of modern day 
superhero movie villains. He's got a funny voice. He sounds like a speak and spell to me. It's all like <laughs> I'll get you. And he's like, he's like, he's like there, can, we the, can we do the there Bane voice? No such thing. Can we do the Bane voice? We mean this voice. <laughs> um, I lost my voice. I got sick. I can't do Aww. it. But no, if you haven't seen the Iron Man tre- three trailer, go out and check it out. It, First it, it, lesson, heroes. There's no such thing. It's weird because <laughs> the Mandarin is not to me. It, it's it's a bad. Uh, a- Asian stereotype, you know, it's a no, and I know they're not doing that. No, listen, why are you saying it's an Asian stereotype? The Mandarin as a comic book character is. That's how he started. Why? What about it? He's called the Mandarin. Well, the I mean, Mandarin, do you know what Mandarin means? It's not like Mandarin of someone who speaks like Mandarin. Okay, not, like, it doesn't mean the China man. Okay, it's it's like an old sort of feudal term for like Chinese a, food. <laughs> for as, for uh, a like a general, as as a uh, you know Asian studies enthusiast, you know we, we should be chiming in about this. But you know, let's. let's just... I mean, <laughs> there's something that can be said for connotation and denotation, but I mean that the way the Mandarin has always been used, it has been kind of a scapegoat. It yeah. has been. Taken as such, ooh, Asia bad or like fascism bad, which is hilarious because China, the the nation, of, the nation of China, they are financing part of this movie, which is hilarious to me that the villain is Mandarin. But the way it's depicted by Ben Kingsley is not an Asian stereotype. Yeah. He's this other thing. Someone, he's got like yeah, sort of this, he? he's got this. <laughs> he's ben, anything he needs to be to make that money. Yeah, that money. No, yeah. well, Ben Kingsley himself is British born, half white, half Indian. Well, he played Gandhi. That's yeah, right. He did. That's right. And, uh, but movie? it was sort of like, was, it were, you know, Chow Young Fat and, uh, Ken Watanabe not available. They have scheduling conflicts. Exactly. Like, right. really great. Ken Watanabe's not Chinese, though. Oh, he's Japanese. What is... Oh, <laughs> see, my bad. There you go. At least he's Asian. I well, mean, and the rings aren't from aliens. We know that now, They too. show the ten rings. They, they look do pretty show them. cool, but they're not... Is there something he wears? Like, jewelry? It's not... Uh, I don't they know. don't do anything? The bling. <laughs> Check it out. Well, um, it, it looks interesting. I mean, obviously, we're all going to see Iron Man 3 when it comes out, but... Um, let's move on to some movies we've actually seen. Uh, the Q saw Hotel Transylvania, which is the new Gendy Tar- Tarkovsky. I never say his Gendy name, Tarkovsky. Thank you. Was it up to the usual standard that he has for his stuff? No. Okay. Yeah, but yes. Okay. Uh, I'll say the whole movie was actually really good and very him, and it had like his sense of humor and like lots of like visual stuff and uh, very like quick. Everything like uh, his stuff that he works on any episode of Samurai Jack always feels very dense because so much happens like from the beginning to end feels like a complete story even though it was 20 minutes this movie was really good but the end was one of those stereotypical endings where like everybody super duper happy and they all say the right things and it's like really drawn out kind of like uh, was it Wedding Crashers which had like Anyone see that? No? No. Oh, yes, Wedding Crashers, yes. The ending was, like, the whole movie was, like, really funny and good, but the ending just was just like, going, oh, God, going, going. please, <laughs> just stop. So I really enjoyed, the like, the movie, and they had, like, some funny, they had a great voice cast. Fran Drescher was, like, a, oh, uh, a Frankenstein's wife, uh, and... Uh, I don't like her. Steve Buscemi. Oh, I love her, the nanny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's awesome. And Niles, and... I'm oh, Niles is just like No, I'm just that. saying, oh, like, I love all that. Um... But no, I, I really liked it. Uh, I would recommend you go see it. It broke so many records. The biggest opening really? gross ever in September. Can you believe that? Oh. Um, 
I, I, I just, I'm. He's talking a lot now to the press, and he's saying he actually might finish Samurai Jack. Yes, I cannot wait. They I- said uh, he's working for Sony now. His series, Symbionic Titan, which <gasps> I love. I've only watched half of it, love but it's it. amazing. There's a nerdy show, guys- Microsoft, out there. If you go back and look in the feed, you'll find it. Uh, it was such a great show. It was an absolutely amazing show. And, and he got very stopped. disheartened when Cartoon Network decided not to renew they, it. They supposedly he, they couldn't make a lot of toys, which is actually an interesting thing that, we'll talk about later. Yes, yes. And so he went, he left Cartoon Network um, and he moved on to Sony. And Sony gave him this movie, Hotel Transylvania, which... I think six other directors had a hand in at one point, and he gave it to him. He made it work. He broke all these records. He's a great success. So now they're giving him Popeye, which they want to redo into an animated movie. And he's going to do it from the ground up. It's not being handed off to him. That's so I'm hoping cool. this one will be better. And then after that, they said you can do whatever you want. So hopefully, Samurai Jack. Will that leave room for the Dark Crystal sequel? <gasps> yes, he was attached to that at one point. But I think he's moved on from it, but that's still going forward. Oh. Uh, I saw production art. I mean, they're still working on it, so... Um, now, I did see The Master. Did anyone else see this movie? Nope. This is the movie. It's not what you think. Oh, damn. I, I saw I, I saw your look, Eric. You got all excited there. I got excited. I was like, really? The Master is about the basically the, the origin of Scientology, but it's oh, not Scientology. Uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, this is one of the guys. He did um, uh, Big, uh, Boogie Nights, and then he did uh, There Will Be Blood, which is mm-hmm. another interesting film. This movie has this uh, interesting sort of interplay between Philip Seymour Hoffman's character, which is basically L. Ron Hubbard, the founder of Scientology, and uh, Joaquin Phoenix, who plays like this fucked up, drunk all the time, sex addict, like oddly shaped and oddly... It's crazy. <laughs> Maybe in, in your, your crazier in days. Maybe in the 90s. No, Joaquin Phoenix delivers an Oscar-worthy performance. It, he is transformed in a way that I have never seen since maybe like a Russell Crowe or even further back. You since know, the just, time he went crazy on David Letterman? Well, right. And that's actually kind of what I was thinking. He is such a... And in fact, uh, uh, they had an NPR interview on Fresh Air about uh, with, with Paul Thomas Anderson. And he said that Joaquin would come to the set as this character, would not break character for the whole time, and then finally when the production was done, actually just like... He's like slumped over and his hands are on his hips and he's just... It's so. It was such a compelling performance that it carries at least part of the movie. Plus, then you get to see some of the inner workings of psycho of um, not psychology. Sorry, Scientology, and they kind of show auditing, although they call it something else. And they show some of these kind of crazier ideas of uh, the Hubbard stuff with Dianetics, but it's 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 a, a fiction, and you know, the, seeing Hoffman's performances as larger than life kind of guru. And then Philip Seymour, or um, Joaquin Phoenix is this really fucked up guy who's lost and attaches himself. It was compelling. The movie, though, was terrible because the story is so – you're so uncomfortable by both characters, even in the most intense of their moments, that I just sat there and thought, why couldn't you have made the story more interesting and, and like, carried it through and, and hit beats that at least felt like – you know, moments of, uh, I don't know, accomplished. I mean, like the whole story idea, you know, the three-act structure. And all of that was thrown out the window. You know, this entire time, I've been reminded of a Mad TV sketch where they made fun of Battlefield Earth. And it was, um, uh, the music was done by Randy Newman. Oh, God. <laughs> Randy Newman. Um, my in my think- head, I'm like, hi, ho, the chariot. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Brian. <laughs> no, but I just want to make it uh, make a point out who wrote 
Battlefield Earth? Ellen Hubbard. Yeah. yeah so no. I just want the listeners no, no, to know no. that I wasn't just pulling something out of my ass. Well, <laughs> I was just there is a there is a neuron that connected it, but you know. Yeah. No, but if you have a chance, just for the performances, go see it. And if you're interested in Scientology, you just told you us it was terrible. No, Moving on. the Let movie. Run out and spend ten dollars. The, the plotting, the story, that's terrible. But the performances, <laughs> no, no, the performances, like. If you if you are a person interested in how character acting happens, it is a tour de force. I mean, really, these but, guys are so botched. They they focus solely on story. They don't carry yeah. out any other elements that come you know make up a great. I mean, visual or exactly musical. visually in the movie. Visually, <laughs> visually it's stunning. Musically, it's stunning. But just again, the fault is, and Anderson wrote the script. And I think if he, it's kind of a Lucas thing. If he had had somebody else come in and maybe do a little bit more, yeah, it would have been a more successful film. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Let's move on to Dark Knight Returns. This is the latest DC animated title. That was great. This is the ad- adaptation of the Frank Miller, uh, of course, uh, work. Now, this is only part one. There's going to be a part two. This is the first time they've done this, too. Usually they condense it down to one right. hour-long movie. Like, I was annoyed the fact that there was going to be two parts. I'm like, why? But then after I saw oh, it, I was man. like, oh, yeah, my God. They had time. Did oh. the Hunger Games, Harry Potter, Twilight thing to it. Oh, yeah, exactly. So, so if you haven't read the Frank Miller thing, don't worry. You don't have to. In fact, I went back and read the Frank Miller uh, uh, work afterwards, and I forgot how many talking heads and just little panels of of faces were in the original. It's dense. It's, it's very not, yeah. dense. Well, I like the way they made the whole news thing because I didn't know how that was going to yeah. transfer over to animation. It was perfect. Awesome. And really? the, the, I, I heard that was. I actually didn't see it, but I heard that was a, a down point of the movie. They tried to translate that and it didn't work. But you're saying you guys like? Oh no, it I works. It, yeah. it works so much better in, a, in an animated medium than and, and the book. It works in a visual, you know, in more a comic book sort of medium, but. The story's there, all the major beats there, the dialogue's there, the characters, or the uh, kind of the way they did the animation, the character style, is a little bit less Frank Miller's art than just a Frank Miller style, and then they took it and they kind of did the traditional well, sort the of the main mutant still had nipples for days. Oh my god, <laughs> yes. Well, and I'm looking forward to part two, because supposedly, and, and you may, uh, Q, you may have been in the panel where they talked about this. The uh, Nazis with swastikas, uh, the woman in, pa- in part two, she's oh. got like, she's like, well, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm talking about. Moves. Yeah, they're not ruling out that that's going to actually, they're going to show it, which is just, you know, crazy, obviously, because it's just... Well, I want, the, I want to see the battle between Superman and Batman. Well, uh, and that, of oh. course, of course, you know. Now, the only thing I would say, and I, I talked about this on Comic Book Bears, the voice acting with Peter Weller as Batman... I think they could have probably found a better voice actor. He's just a little too dispassionate. And to me, that is Bruce Wayne slash Batman at his most beaten down and just detached or whatever. But he should amp up to, you know, the Batman of old. And even by the end, when he challenges the mutant leader and actually kicks his ass, it still felt like he was kind of like, eh, whatever. Um, so that was my biggest complaint about <laughs> it. Well, it worked when it. in the beginning when he was with commission. It did. He was just like, yeah, whatever. You yeah. Know? But then when he was supposed to become Batman again, it should have been a little bit stronger. Now, I also was glad, if you guys remember the uh, the comic book, there is a panel with Batman, and he's, like, wearing next to nothing, and the new Robin is, like, jumping up on him, and is, you can see her underwear and all this. It's very creepy, very sort of child molest. Anyway, they don't do that panel at all. <laughs> Thank God in this, uh, in this adaptation. Well, you know, it's a Frank Miller world. You're either a prostitute or a child molester. Yeah. Oof. God, Batman's so the true. best. <laughs> now... What I will say, and they only show a very brief part of this, is the new voice of the Joker. 
the guy who plays Ben Linus. Do we really hear? Ooh. At the very end, he he wakes up and he goes, I, I forgot what he says, but you can tell he's the Joker. I mean, he's showing him right. the Joker. But Ben Linus, and what's his name? I can't think of his, I, I could totally talk about this the other day. That voice actor, that actor, perfect Joker voice. Perfect. He has really? that great, well, Ben Linus is a pretty fucked up character. And seeing him as the Joker it's creepy as hell and it's awesome. No, yeah, I don't want to see that now. That's so, cool. It was very good. Um, it was very good adaptation. I'm Thumbs waiting up. for part two to come out so I could just watch it in one fell swoop. I don't blame you. Yeah, That'll probably be very either. exciting. All right, TV news. There is some big news with the Marvel Universe coming to ABC in the form of a TV alias. show. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> basically. If it's as good as Alias. Oh, moment of silence. Did that get canceled? Yeah, it didn't make it. It didn't get canceled, just didn't make it to the show. So, uh, uh, Joss Whedon somehow, uh, you know, not show running, I don't think, but he is executive producing or whatever, a S.H.I.E.L.D. show. And we now know, again, this is very recent, not only, spoiler, will Agent Coulson be back somehow, but Ming Na, the voice of Mulan herself from Stargate Universe, which is still one of my favorite sci-fi shows. Don't forget, shows. she was in uh, Final Club. Fantasy: The Spirits Within and ER, ER, and also ER too. Yeah, yeah and Joy ER. Luck Club. She is going to be one of the agents, and it sounds like she's almost like a, a Miss slash Captain Marvel sort of character. So I'm like a Carol Danvers, kind of like the okay, a pilot, you know, whatever. I mean, hmm. I could, I, I could see her anyway. See her so well, you know, mystery the the mystery over this series is still as as mysterious as the dark side of the moon. So we don't really know how Coulson's going to come back. Yeah, he might be a life model. Decoy. How far do you think you had to reach for that joke, Q? <laughs> because yeah, I don't bad. think you made it. I pulled that at your ass. Oh. <laughs> oh. Listen, he have you gotten that desperate that you're barking up this trick? Uh, that is desperate. I, I have the elbow grease out, but let's not be fisting each other. <laughs> so um, I want to know, when is this coming out? Is this coming out like know, next fall? I mean, it seems like it's got to be somewhat of a ways away. But I'm I'm very excited about this because obviously it's going to bridge the gap to the next Avengers movie, and they're building this Marvel universe in front of our eyes on TV and movies. That's amazing. Anyway, um, who has seen? I've watched it. Okay, I've it's under it. the news section, and I don't think it's news unless it got canceled. The six 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 Park Avenue get canceled oh, I yet? Just saw TV. I didn't even see. Well, because let me just say, I feel like that show is not long for this world. Am I wrong? Well, it's it's. I don't know. I'm scared. I watch it every night. I watch it. I have nightmares. Really? It scares the shit out of me. Really? Yeah. I haven't I'm seen scared. it yet. Honey, I'm sorry. I'm so scared. <laughs> so you're telling me this is scarier than American Horror Story? I haven't seen the new ones, oh. so I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> We're going to talk about that in a second. We'll try not to spoil it too much. But why is it so? Why is it scary? It's just it's just the whole creepy dem- demonic, and it's very uh, what's the devil's advocate? Okay, kind of thing. It's like the demon he has. He owns this. Uh, so the demon is Terry O'Quinn, the guy from Lost. Right. Uh, and Vanessa Locke. Williams. I don't know what exactly she is yet. She's just she's evil. A bitch. She's, <laughs> she's a bitch in um, the other show. Uh, Gosh, Desperate, not, Desperate, uh, Desperate Housewives. Well, that right. and then she was in that other Ugly show. Betty. Ugly Betty. Thank you. She's, she's a, a bitch in everything. You know who met Vanessa Williams? Yeah. We, we need to talk about this because I love me some Vanessa Williams. I think her first two albums were fantastic. I think she was robbed when they took her crown away. But our boss, who went up to New York Comic Con, got the hobnob what? with Vanessa, Vanessa Williams. Williams. How'd I'm that happen? No picture, no nothing. Wait, nothing. Who's Vanessa Williams? 
I'm going to go. I, didn't even <laughs> have, I, I love, didn't I love that we gave that at least like two seconds of silence. <laughs> I heard a pin drop. Yes. So we're just going to move on. Okay. Um, how did he do that? I'm Google this. Um, at the, one of the panels, yeah. they were doing... Oh, they had a panel for it. There. Okay. And she was there, and who's the, the guy from Lost? I can't think of his name. Oh, Terry Quinn. Yeah, yeah, he was there, so he met him, and he, she was right next oh, to him. Terry Quinn. oh, I love him. Well, so, Q, let me help you out here. Uh, have you ever heard familiar. the song, Save the Best for Last? Uh, no. He's gonna sing it, oh God. Oh, wait, maybe if you sing it, I'll recognize it. Somebody, you, Brian's doing it. I'm not doing it. Oh, okay. I started to, but I She did back. the song for the movie Pocahontas. Oh, I didn't All the that. colors of the colors of the wind. I yeah. love that song. Okay. Anyway, she's a singer. She's a singer turned actress, and she's she a good bitch. She's she a good yeah. bitch. Oh, that's she right. Oh, she was an eraser. Okay, okay. Yeah. And Hannah Montana the movies. Wow. Such a little, no wonder you've never heard of her. All right, so you know, for someone who didn't know, Shaft. for someone who doesn't tell their name on a podcast, you got some nerve saying somebody has an illustrious career. <laughs> you back the hell up off, Miss <laughs> Vanessa Williams. Wow, is, I love Vanessa Williams. That means nothing. Beautiful. That means people use. Pen names all the time. So stage dead. names, important people. Oh, stage names. So I must admit, anybody watching it? No, because I'm not even caught up to second season. It <laughs> so is embarrassing. So intense. Anybody watching this? I'm all I know. Carl. Carl supposedly is a badass. Carl now. is a badass. There is no hold bar. They just uh, they went in. They took over the prison, and it has the governor like, showed up yet? No. Next episode. Because next episode, I will Michonne say, and Andrew meet the governor. Is it not Paul Morrissey? David Morrissey. Yeah. The next doctor from our Doctor Who, uh, you know, he is amazing, and I love him. So I'm very excited to see him. I want to. Oh, see has he been slated for the next Doctor? No, 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 he was the next Doctor in that Christmas special. Remember? Oh yes, yes, yes. The, I'm sorry, the TARDIS, the yes, air yeah. balloon, of course. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, I'm very excited. I need to catch up, and they're short seasons, so I, I should. Well, so, well, last season was a full one. This one's a complete full season. I think it's thir- 16, 16, 16? This one? Oh wow, 16. thirteen well, was the last one. I'm just glad that after losing Darabont, this show is like continuing full speed ahead and Kirkman's really big involved in it which is awesome and it sounds like it's just doing great so I'm looking forward to seeing it I just the first I, mean, I think the season premiere was like the highest rated uh, season that's premiere. so awesome I mean and what's amazing to me is that not only is this a great story of a comic book that became a TV show but the comic book is benefiting so much from the TV show. Oh my god, it flies off the friggin' shelf. Which now. that never happens with these movies. Like nope. the Avengers didn't get a huge bump nope. at all. Do you know what it's like to receive multiple shipments a week and just have barrels, barrels full <laughs> of Walking Dead? I feel like I'm just like on this locomotive and it's going powered by like burning Walking Dead graphic novels. I just kind of like shovel on in. <laughs> It's true. It's so true. Well, that's it's it's fantastic, really, and and I'm Kirkman has got to be just like you know. Well, now he's used to think right, right. That's supposed to be the next thing on AMC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did anyone like that comic? Uh, I, I read the first story. I just I liked it. It was kind of very uh, entrapment. Uh, I read the first issue and I was like, eh, yeah, it's good. All right, so. Let's wait. talk Doctor... Oh, wait, what? I just wanted to let you know that Ben Linus, his, his, ben, the actor is, is Michael Emerson. Thank you, Michael Emerson. That, but that helps Proceed with the who of Doctor. Well, no, well, let's do that first. All right, Oral, yeah. you and I. This uh-huh. is us, because okay. Pat's not here. He's our other Doctor Who go. fan. I'm yeah. Pat. You want to go have dinner? Yeah, sure. <laughs> listen, listen. The last time we talked about Doctor Who, all we had seen was dinosaurs on a spaceship. Yep. Okay, so we have three more episodes to talk about. We're going to do you it know, very you quickly. Up four fingers just now. Shut up. We're going to do this very quickly. No, Third episode was. I can't remember. You have to remind me. God damn it. I'm All bad right. with episode lists. Fourth episode was the it's... cubes that took over the Earth. Yes, the slow the, invasion. Slow invasion. Wait a minute. The third one was. The uh, Western. 
Yes, Mercy, a town called Mercy. And then the last episode was Angels Take Manhattan. Now, uh-huh. let's just say the the Western had Farscape fans. Anybody a Farscape yeah. fan? Oh, fuck you guys. So so Ben Browder played yes. the sheriff of Farscape. Who of was Farscape. Crichton. And, Crichton from and Farscape, Farscape, and he was the sheriff. And oh, he was my. also in Stargate SG-1. Yeah, he was. I, yeah, whatever. Amazing because A, he has just gotten hotter with age. Yes, he has. And he just had this great swagger about him. They are grinding while we are talking Doctor Who. I just want to point that out. See, this is so, why we're not friends, Q, because you don't like to share things with me. And that's why I hate you. And so it Listen, is your mother. Focus. Um, focus. Yeah. Focus. Yes. Okay, so Town Court Mercy, did you like it? I did. All right. I did. I thought it made fun of the genre, yes. but it was still true to and respectful of the western genre. Did you like when the doctor got really pissed off? Yes, I did. All right. Um, because it shows that no, no matter how brilliant he is, his flaw is his pride. Yes. And he quickly he he quickly becomes inhuman. Yes. And that's what people don't remember, realize. Yeah. They think of him as, you know, oh, he's the doctor. Yes, he's a time lord. But time lord is just, and I guess in some people's minds, just another word for smart human. Yeah. And he's not. No, he's an alien. The longest invasion slash the, uh, I think, the power of three. Power yes. of three is the name of the episode. This was cool because it was time travel but it had the Doctor being a part of Amy and Rory's lives in a way that you never, ever see mm. because he, kept com- he keeps coming back and bringing them on adventures and doing all this crazy stuff. It talks about how they would be gone for weeks at a time or like they'd have like, you know, seven week adventures and they come back the next day. Exactly. Which kind of makes them basically, if you think about it, get older quicker uh-huh. to the, the rest and, of their and they friends wanted, and family. And they wanted to, to emphasize that fact. And it had Roy's dad, how much you lose, How much you lose traveling with the doctor. Right. You gain so much, yeah. but you lose the life that you, that grounds you. Yes. So they had to make a choice at the end. Do you want to keep going with the doctor or do you want to live your normal life? And Arthur Darville, Roy's dad, fantastic. Arthur Weasley mm. said, they can't. They have to do this. Of course they're going to do this. Of course they're going to have these adventures. They're not going to sacrifice that. Did you like the way it ended, though? Because the whole stupid little uh, resolution, I felt, was very forced. Oh, with the... We the got old to doctor with the tally and all... The, no, no, no. Yeah. The actual alien that was doing everything right was bullshit. Uh, which... Oh, old man, oh. alien, that whole thing. Oh, yeah. It was no, just bullshit. It was quick. All right. One more, and we're done. This is great. Doctor Who fans love this. You guys should be patient. Everybody fast forward. Keep <laughs> yes. If you need to skip ahead, skip ahead about two minutes and go. The last episode, the Daleks, uh, Daleks, the Angels take Manhattan. This was the end of Amy and Rory's run as companions. We all knew it mm-hmm. going in. I was expecting to cry my ass off, and I did. But I, I didn't. Oh, I love that. It was a great story. It had River Song. It played with the whole timey wimey stuff. Amy and Rory had a few moments where you thought, oh, they're done. No, they're not. Oh, they're done. Oh, they're not. And then they're done. Why didn't you like it? No, I didn't say I didn't like it. You just didn't cry. I didn't cry. You're a heartless bitch. I'm not a heartless bitch. I think I you're a heartless bitch. I can tell you why. <laughs> well, yes, I am a heartless bitch, but this is why I didn't cry during that episode. I really like the pawns. I truly, truly do. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this season a lot. It's not my favorite season of Doctor it's Who. It's weird. It's very it's weird. It's very weird, but that's one of the reasons why I liked it. The thing about it is no departure for me for a companion will be as sad as Donna Noble. Really? Uh, yeah. And so I think Rose is pretty damn sad. No. Fuck 
Rose no, Tyler. No, do not fuck Rose fuck Tyler. No, Rose no, Tyler. no, no, no. Gap tooth bit. Listen, oh, you know Pat's gonna kick your ass now. Yeah, I know. Okay. But I'm just here's, the, here's the thing. I feel like <laughs> nobody lost as much it, since it, it, they brought back Doctor Who. Yep. No companion has lost as much as Donna. As Donna. Well, because she can't remember because, it. Because what, like, it's, but she's the only one who's pretty much have, has died. Part of her died. But it's that the whole night. thing of do you want to? This is where I equivalent uh, make it equivalent to. Do you want to die with your mental faculties intact? No, that's or what it is. Do you want to die not realizing that you're dying and you're having this total memory that's, loss? That's 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 one of the reasons why I don't like zombies. That's one of the. That's, I really like how we're getting super deep here, like a Doctor Phil episode. But just so you know, if I ever get Alzheimer's, somebody better slip some cyanide in my wine or pull the plug. Fine. I can't. All right. Thank you. <laughs> so noted. But so, that's but that's what yeah. like I mean it's fine. It is very sad. You're it's absolutely sad, right. But absolutely like right. I just didn't it just didn't but do anything. What's so for funny me. about the companions is no matter who gets left where, they all get happy endings. Rose gets her own doctor clone. Uh happy endings? No, not, not like that. that. Uh, Martha ends up with uh, Mickey, not Rory, but Mickey. Uh, Ro- uh, Donna gets uh, basically married, and, gets, married she, and whatever. She a lot of lot, yeah, gets all that money. But I and say, Amy and Rory, spoilers, they actually get to have their own lives and they adopt. No, yes, I understand that. Which is that. cool. But I, you know what? This is for another. We need to do another one on one with Doctor Who. When we will back. when it comes back. Okay, so we'll, yeah. Okay, so um, but I will say. Uh, out of all of them, Donna got the shortest end of the stick. All right. All right. Well, anyway, Doctor Who will return to Christmas special. We will move on now. Yay. Welcome back, everybody else. Did oh. anybody else see Arrow? Nope. No. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see last night's. Well, no. The first, I'll just talk I about the first, first one. Two. So, yeah. Okay. I saw the. I think I saw the first two. The first so, two. are we happy compared to Smallville? Yes. I think so, too. I think it's nice. It's darker. It's darker. It kills everybody. Nobody survives the Arrow. <laughs> it's kind of so shocking, actually, because Green Arrow in the comics... Less killer, it is really Red Arrow in the comics. Yeah, well, he's not snorting cr- uh, crack off a Can cat yet, though. But um, or... no, no. See, that's where it gets crazy. Now, what I do like is Dinah Lance, who I didn't realize until the end of the episode. Where they're like, burr, 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 Dinah Lance. I mean, she goes by like her middle name scream. or something. Scream. Yeah. Yes. Scream. Yeah. When the ratings go down, you know that Sonic screams coming out, people. And <laughs> and and really, most importantly, and this ties back to Doctor Who. Guess who will be showing up in the near future? Who? John Barrowman. Who the hell is that? Oh my Captain god. Captain Jack Harkness. Captain Jack from Torchwood and Doctor be? Who. You've seen pictures no, of this yeah, man. I know who he is, yeah. What is he going to be? He's, Do we know? They don't they haven't said. He's okay. some mysterious figure, but this is his first, well actually uh, Desperate Housewives is his first big American TV show. This will be a second and I am just I'm thrilled. I'm so excited. Oh, like a reoccurring they said? Yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. Now um Death Deathstroke, Deathstroke is supposed to come Huntress. soon. Huntress. That's that's exciting. That I'm excited for. Um Merlin is his best friend. Which is kind of kind of weird. I like I don't know his history. Well, it's nothing that... like the show. It's okay, nothing okay. like the show. Um, Merlin's just is that are, are there archer? He's guy? a bad archer. He's a, he's like a bad Green Arrow, basically. Right? Didn't they have that short in that one movie? And it was Merlin versus Green Arrow at the airport. Maybe. Oh yeah, it was, was that Merlin. Yeah, that oh. was Merlin. I've got the was he Black Canary. I've, I have a Nat Funicello singing Merlin Jones in my head. <laughs> <laughs> that just came out of the Disney vault. Wow. Oh, wow. You know, I know you're gay. So, uh, <laughs> American Horror Story. Is it because I sucked your dick? Yeah. I never did. I never did. Oh, edit that out. Uh, <laughs> he never did. American Horror know. Story aside. Talk. Oh. I want to hear. Okay. Do you want me to spoil? Oh, I don't mind. I'm going to watch right. it. 
So Jared and I saw this. Yes. Now, let me just say, I love the first season. American Horror Story is amazing. Oh, I love the first I season. think that Ryan Murphy is very brave for not trying to make it a continuing story and actually just taking the same actors and, and, and doing a new thing. And it is totally different, but yet completely the same. There's fucked up sex there's there's disturbing like creepy imagery there's like these gay uh overtones and subject matters like they play out a whole story in this new first uh, first episode about a couple that is about to be outed one of them's a teacher and the, the whole a journalist a journal yeah you know, the other one's a journalist american horror story yeah and like the whole sort of uh, the gay rights, it's funny because Murphy's themes are well, there. Is it, is it everybody from? Or there's some new people now. There are new people. Okay, what, are new what, people. what is this? Uh, a uh, time, a period piece. Sixties. Okay. Principally, there is a story that takes place in current day, and that's where the guy from Maroon Five comes in, uh, Adam, Adam Levine. Levine. Oh, I and his heard girlfriend. It. I want to see him. But Jessica Lang. Let me just say, I love her. That's a bitch, right there. She is a bitch. But she's a totally different character than she was last season. Totally different accent. Very kind of complex now because she's not just a bitch. She actually has a side of her that is in love with this Monsignor. Monsignor. Yeah. Who's played by Joe Fiennes. She's a nun. A nun with a cabinet full of giant rulers. They're not rulers, though. They're like these Sticks. Well, yeah, they're rulers attached to leather. I mean, this is like a bondage person's like fantasy, like a Catholic so bondage person. Nuns were up to <laughs> no, it's fucked End up. Over kid. <laughs> okay, so we already talked about bondage nuns. We've already talked about uh, lesbians. We also science. have science, not Nazi science. We have alien abduction. Yeah, that mass factors murder. in. Mass murder. No, not mass murder. Well, only just... two episodes. Oh, my God. Well, no, I've only seen the first one. By this time, I know the second one has come out. We have, I have not seen the second I one. Think I already I'm going to watch it. You have? No, I'm not. Watch it. Okay, it's like the show is crazy, and it's awesome, and I love this, this fucked upness, and it's all set in an asylum, which, of course, already has its own connotations and fucked upness. I mean, I, I'm just so happy this show exists because it is truly a horror anthology series. Which they used to do, although I guess it's a season as an anthology. But anyway, fantastic. Awesome. So far. I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh, so, so good. So excited to watch it. The opening is actually kind of funny, too. They use the same music, but it's a totally different like set of imagery. So anyway. Moving on. Let's talk about some animation. And honestly, I think the only one of us who has seen any of this is our youngest member. The Q. Oh, me? Uh, <laughs> no, I, I thought I, you guys watched this. I shows used this to. I watched Green Lantern Young Justice. I used to, okay. but I haven't seen it since you I got rid of cable. Well, let's do this. Well, let's do this. Let's do some editing right now, shall we? Star Wars The Clone Wars. Who's watched it besides the question? Nobody. Moving on. No, no. DC Nation. I want to know. <laughs> know if it's good. Is it good with Darth Maul? It's actually really good. I, I tried to watch it when it first started, like season one. Yeah. No good. I would see some things here and there that I wanted to watch, and I watched it, and it was just sort of subpar. But they really hit their stride. They've learned, like, their lessons. The show looks a lot better. I used to have a problem with how it looked and very, like, 
very static and yeah. cartoony and very yeah. stiff, but they've really like loosened up a bit and like the the backgrounds and the settings and the special effects are they look like they're movie grade now. Would a Star Wars fan really enjoy this? Yes. Okay, that's I, what I Darth Maul go on for apparently eighty years. <laughs> no, I don't know. But I love Darth Maul. The end of season four mm-hmm. is when uh his brother, this guy named Savage Opress, who's yellow and black uh, or no yellow and brown tattoos instead yeah. of black and red, he goes and finds Darth mall and he's like gone crazy his horns are like a foot off his head he's got this crazy spider body because you know his legs got chopped off and he ha- he has to more like, than it's just more than just his legs like his whole his well, yeah his junk of- is probably gone but yeah he goes he takes uh darth maul back to these like force witches i don't know their name uh but they like take the madness out of him they reform the his legs into like proper kind of like goat legs so he can goat fu- legs functionality you know yeah, kind of like raptor legs, you know what I'm talking about? What? Uh, That's crazy. And uh, they shrink his horns down. He's got his sanity back. And then they hatch a plot to get back at Kenobi. What? Oh. And uh, mm-hmm. it doesn't work out. And that leads into season five. Like, we know we have to go bigger. And so the the teaser trailer just for the whole season looks amazing. The first episode was, I think it was the first two episodes. It was, it was off the hook. It was Darth really Sidious, good. I think, shows up, right? He does. The, in the trailer, it's like, because you know the code of the Sith is... There's only two. It can only be two. Yeah. And Master. he shows up. He goes, look, guys, there's already two, so I'm going to take you guys on. So... That's cool. Now, I'm no. interested. I yeah. do want to see someday. Yeah, the Emperor defend the code of the Sith for one. Like, do something, like, active is, yeah. is pretty sweet. And I love Darth Maul. He's, like, the only good thing from the prequels, as far as I'm concerned. Mm. Um, or he's the coolest thing from the prequels. There are other good things about them. But, yeah, yeah anyways, I would say watch that if you like it. Yeah. Now, what I want to know, why did DC Nation get pulled? What's the yeah. theory? What's yeah, the for those deal? that don't know, of, like, the day that Young Justice was going to be aired... They like yanked it off the network and played How to Train Your Dragon. Like they didn't. There was they had launched. They had just come back on air. I think like two or three weeks ago. No, two all this three weeks. Yeah, and they had all this promotion. Say hey, we're back. Blah blah blah. And they just pulled it. And there's someone on Bleeding Cool like compiled all these different reasons from people he had talked to of anonymous sources. And it was the usual thing of like there's not enough toys that are being moved with these shows. Um, one was that Cartoon Network is having its 20th anniversary next year, and they want to save it okay. um, for that to like look a big. But thing. you'd think that and, like the people uh, who I made heard the show from DC would people, know Dan Dildo, Dan Dildo, Dan Dildo pulled it because Stephanie Brown was making an appearance. Not that I like her. Really, Stephanie Brown. It was in the episode. Why does he have such a hard on against her? No, I don't blame him. I hate her, but I don't hate her. That's nothing to do with that. Was a rumor started started by a fanboy named Eric. And uh, hey, Aaron. <laughs> oh, Aaron. Oh, by Aaron. Sorry. Aaron <laughs> no, no, that's that, that had nothing to do with it. Um, and then there was another reason of it. They were falling behind on like the shorts and some of the episodes, so they wanted to wait until yeah, yeah. they could launch it all at the same time in a complete package like they originally intended. Um, mm, you know, it's a bunch of uh, random stuff. There could be just some legal issues. Um, you know, maybe it's going to be canceled. Who knows? Yeah. But bottom line is, well, actually. Both episodes that were pulled yeah. made it online because they were on iTunes that yeah, day, but they didn't that. pull them down from iTunes and, and before people could have access to them. Right. So they made it out. I saw both of them. Yeah. The Young Justice ends sort of like the arc that they were on, uh-huh. and it was so good. Yeah. Do you find out that... Um, do you guys mind if I... Spoiler mm. cast. I'm going to have to wait till January. I'll Spoiler cast. Man. You can watch it online. Mm-hmm. It's whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but the... 
they kidnap they're kidnapping all these like metahumans and potential metahumans like uh, Stephanie Brown and they had the guy who looked just like Static Shock and they're bringing them to this like lab and you find out that it's the Reach. Do you know who the Reach is? Nope. Like the blue villain, the blue beetle villain. Oh. And then wow. there was this black beetle and he was like twice the size of blue beetle and had this crazy voice and was super evil and really powerful. They have the black beetle. Wow. Wait a minute. Black beetle. Oh, I saw this. I watched this today. That you saw was, it? That, that didn't air? That didn't air? Oops. Uh, no, oops. yeah. It was. You saw, you saw it? No. Did you like it? No, that episode was amazing. It was off the hook. And they all all the heroes were trying to take down the, like the Black Beetle and they couldn't do it. Wow. And uh and you find out that what's his face? Uh, Blue Beetle, the whole reason he's like very important to like the plot. Wally West, remember the, or Kid Flash? Yeah, Kid Flash. No, Impulse. not Wally West. Impulse. 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 Who's Impulse? Bart. 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 Bart, Bart came back in time to stop Blue Beetle from becoming like this monster Blue Beetle, just like the Black Beetle. Like, he was going to become the biggest, baddest villain and kill all the heroes and destroy the world. Uh-huh. So he came back in time to stop him. Oh, that's cool. So that was like Very the big cool. reveal. And also, uh, with Aqualad. With Aqualad. Oh, did he ever go good? Is he oh, still no. bad? No, Does no, it no, tell no. what happened with Tool? Well, no, th- let me ask you <clears throat> something. Well, I'll take it from here. Go ahead. So this is what ended up happening. You know how... Miss um, Martian has been literally destroying minds left and right. Yeah. There's a confrontation with Aqualad, who's been uh, a double agent. And allegedly. She, allegedly. And she rips his mind apart <gasps> and what? leaves him like catatonic. Mind wipe, yeah. And when she oh and she realizes God. when you know pretty much the way they it works is that there's a mental struggle and when she breaks through that's when all of the memories start flashing through. And she finds out that he's been a double agent, but it's already too late because she fucked him. She wow. fucked him, and like With her mind. Artem- yeah, and Artemis is like left trying to like drag his catatonic body like into wow. the shadows. It's rough. That's fucked up. Daddy's not gonna be happy. Mm-mm. Well, and that's it was a like really this. good episode. Yeah. It is yeah. sad that it got pulled. We now have to wait until January, but yeah, all that momentum is gone. Yeah. Green Lantern, the animated series, I watched as well. It's not the best show in the world, but I still like it. Do they still have Dry the Red Lantern? Is, re- cool. is the Red Lantern Corps still a factor or no? Not so far, but I'm okay. having a feeling that they'll come back. Yeah. But Where's th- Sinestro? I don't know. Yeah, they, I know. That's really the big question. They're kind of doing their own thing and making their own stories, which I don't have a problem with, but it would be cool to see Sinestro. We saw Chip. Chip? The oh, squirrel. The squirrel lantern. He was oh. so funny. He kicks Hal Jordan's ass in the training room. It was so funny. funny. That is funny. Was, oh, that was awesome. That was yeah. Awesome. But the the whole episode was the uh, there's a steam lantern. He goes to the antimatter universe and wow. goes to like a um, steampunk kind of world, right? And instead of a green lantern, there's a steam lantern, and they team up together. It's a blah blah blah. You know what? That sounds kind of crazy. It crazy. was it was cute. I really liked it. Well, I'll have to go watch. It's, this. it's sad that both these shows, more Young Justice, you know, are, are off the air. Now, music news, real quick. This is very important. The Scissor Sisters, we have just found out, is breaking up. Or taking a very long-term hiatus. And one of the members of the Scissor Sisters, who I actually don't know as well, but it's the girl, uh, one of the girls, Anna Matronic, is actually <laughs> doing a comic book. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Pat actually found this story uh, right before we started recording. And I just had no idea because, I mean, Scissor Sisters, very big in the gay community. Let's have a kiki, all this other crazy crap, which, by the way, I hate let's have a kiki. I really do. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, but and it's just fucking everywhere. But um, they're breaking up. They just announced this and it's a, you know, they all have their own solar projects they're doing. And First they, LMFAO, now them. Oh. I know that they have devastating. Not really. 
So anyway, but comics. I didn't realize that she was into comics. What's the comic going to be about? It didn't Scissoring? <laughs> Tits on the radio. No, I don't know. So that's big move, uh, music news. Now, uh, Q, you also had a couple things you uh, you had seen, including Beauty and the Beast, the musical. You saw that when you were New around the traveling. No, I, oh, you I, saw the. Oh, that's right. I yes. saw it with Tony Braxton as Belle. Ooh, <laughs> that would have been good. That would have been really very good. good. You just stop. <laughs> just stop. He's trolling. Did you, you like it? Yeah, it was fun. I thought Did it was okay. Not? It was okay. It was like a very There's bloated no version of the. Of the movie, it was like a straight adaption of the yeah. movie, and they added in all these extra songs that really slowed it down. Yeah, I was like, eh. yeah, it was just like okay. Now, if you really like it, you can go. What is this two door cinema club? Two door cinema club is a up and coming uh, bathhouse European <laughs> two door cinema club. There's two doors, um, <laughs> and one of them raises very slowly. And, anyway. Glory hole. Go ahead. <laughs> um, they're a like. <laughs> oh, I'm just doing this. Oh, you're good. <laughs> They're an electronic um, indie rock band, okay. and they made a big last year. Um, a song called like "What You Want." It's in like all the clubs, indie clubs, and whatever. Blah blah blah. Doesn't matter. They just came out with their second CD, and the more I listen to it, the more I like it. It's pretty good. Their first CD was like it's really cool, like dancey pop rock electronic CD. So I really liked it. This one is more kind of songs, so it's nothing you can dance to. A few songs maybe. Yeah. But ultimately, it's not as, as strong as their their Have first you showing. Listen to but the that, new. The oh, reason I wanted to bring it up Please. is, can you guys tell me a? Any band who's come out and put out a really good, like, dancey pop CD, whatever, like, alternative rock or whatever, and then followed it up with a, another good one that's even better. Like, I was thinking, like, uh, Panic! at the Disco came out, and I was like, wow, this is really cool. Then they made, like, the worst CD ever to follow Banana it up. Bananarama? I don't know what that is. I... Alt, see, where you, where, you, where you disqualified, I think, is the alt-rock. A lot of these alt-rock bands, I think they do that first really big successful thing, and then they just decide either to go full concept album, which is just weird, nobody likes it, or they decide to go Does sell out. like a concept album? I love concept albums. Well, you would. You're in a, Listen, a prog rock is my favorite category on song pop. So I'm just saying. So no, I, I think I know what you're talking about. So they actually did it twice. That's good. That's very no, unusual. I didn't say that. No, they didn't. You no. totally missed. You weren't listening. Oh, forget it. I totally Fail. missed. It. Next, next. I hold the chair. <sighs> comics. I fail. Oh no, no, gay news. Gay news. This is gay more news. important than comics. Well, not really. So nothing uh, is more important than comics, Brian. You're right. Well, okay. Yes. So who is this Larry Smith guy, and why do I care? Ooh. Larry Smith is this bully. I think he's a retailer. This like online bully, and he, like back when Miles Morales came out, he made all these like horribly racist remarks and stuff. And so he's like Aaron, like, basically rose up against him, but, but, <laughs> but, but not Aaron, real, but like, not classy. Well, no. Aaron yeah, okay. somehow. Jared, how could you laugh about Aaron that way? Shame on you. Really, Shame. Jared. <laughs> well, Aaron, Aaron's Aaron fake about it. it. Aaron keeps it classy somehow. Yeah, he's fake about it. I know. So this guy's but, uh, legit. Like, he's no, legitimately yeah, he, a bully. Yeah, yeah. And then some transgender person named Christian was, like, said something, and he he kept calling him, like, a fellow and man and dude and guy and stuff, and it was, like, offending the transgender person. And he was specifically using those uh, signifiers because he was transgender mm -hmm. and was, like, I guess picking on him, and he, the, the guy took, or Christian took, like deep offense to it and then all these people noticed this and like rose up against it and were like th like you know trying to defend him and it became this huge thing it showed up on my tr 
you know, Twitter stories you ought to read. Oh, did it? <laughs> it was cool, so big. Bleeding Cool did an article, an interview with Christian, and I guess he works for a comics publisher, and he is a one of the few but out transgendered comics creators, and um, had some really interesting things to say, but I didn't realize that it had originated by this guy kind of boring. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well... If you are interested in transgender rights, we are a woefully inadequate source for those kind of things. We are trying. We need to get, uh, when we did that one episode, the gender roles. Yes. We need to get her back on. Like, we need to try to oh, get that, her on. that bitch is not talking to me any sense. So. Oh, oh, well. Effort. Effort. Now, if you are listening and you are transgender and you want to contribute in any way to Flame On, please let us know. Brian at FlameOnShow.com or any of us we would love to actually get more of the transgender community out there this is not transgender at all but we did just have a very fantastic episode with the sisters of perpetual indulgence here in Orlando it's not transgender at all that was I a know it's not segue. I know. L- listen it deals with gender roles you know it deals with gender roles let me, gender let me roles. help you out here. gender roles listeners if you know someone who's transgendered remember they're in the struggle right along with us there are brothers and sisters or sisters and brothers in arms just use the word trans because it covers all those other trans words. Yeah, there's like transvestite and transsexual. Yeah. yeah, there's a difference. I mean the, the same difference. Thing. There's executive transvestite, which is what Eddie Izzard is, and there's <laughs> anyway. No, the <laughs> one is like you have the parts, and then one is you dress, but you're, yeah, you know, it's different. Well, I just want to say the sisters were fantastic. Yes. This episode yes. will be out very soon, and it is really, really quite entertaining and very informative. So if you are interested in the, the sisters. Please check it out. It'll be in the feed, probably following this one. Now, finally, gay news. Bear Bust 2012 was back at the Parliament House, and we were there representing. And mm-hmm. Jared and Pat, our bearskin rug, and even Oral made Yay. an appearance and worked the booth. Um, yes, Oral worked. <laughs> we had so much fun. Jared, talk a little bit about your <laughs> day. It's just boy. some of the exciting um, things while I pull up this. Uh, porn stars? Yeah, yes, maybe. Porn stars were there. Porn stars were making out in front of the Flame On booth with erections, and it was it was fun. What was, was the fun. Charlie Harding? Is that his name? I, I believe so. Yeah. Charlie Harding is a Falcon porn star who I watched one of his videos the other day, and it was spectacular. <laughs> and he has. Tattooed all over him, Battlestar Galactica tattoos. I mean, the plot was Jeez. bad, but the acting was great. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, the acting was amazing. No, that, that, that guy's a huge BSG fan. He has Caprica tattoos. He has the Tauron mobster sort of tattoos, awesome. the Adama stuff. And on the back, he has the uh, Anders and. Um, all I saw is his bulge. That's all I Anders saw. and Starbucks, <laughs> the, the wings. Mm-hmm. He is so he's out of Atlanta, Georgia. He is kind of I wouldn't say a daddy because he's sort of probably like he's probably about okay. what Eric would you know about that sort of uh, look and oh you so know. you remember him in Mesopotamia? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is they are I very attractive men. <laughs> they are very attractive men who take great care of their bodies at their advanced age. No, yes, let's go to the oh, yeah. house and take yeah. off our shirts, Oral. Come on, and let's see who gets what. Now, tomorrow, well, there is a gear ball coming up, but no. Enjoy your marriage while it lasts. Why, Jiggly? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. First, Jiggly, first, let's get it started. (laughs) I got laid. That's all that matters in this world. (laughs) 
I jiggle and shake in all the right places. I have never heard a complaint. Thank you. So the bear bust. Um, <laughs> but I want to see them fight. No, okay, go. For I, it. I, I extended an invitation to uh, Charlie. Charlie to uh, you know come on the show. So we'll uh, we'll see if that turns out. There is something that happened on Saturday that I can't talk about yet. But if it gets approved, you will be seeing it very soon. It's pretty hot. It's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, Sunday was awesome, too. We got to hang out, hang out hang out, a lot of free comics. A lot of people stopped by the booth and said hi. In many ways, Bear Bus was such a great success that it makes the 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 sting of the failure that was the hey, Bear hey, Expo. Hey, 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 hey. How many times have I told you? What? We recorded live there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that was awesome. Sunday I, I, at Bear you know what? Expo I was t- awesome. I will tell you I'm just saying. why, instead of saying, let's just cut that out, why it was important for us to be there. Yes. Because I ran into someone who recognized me what? and our booth. Wait. I, I didn't get a chance to tell you. Who recognized me and our booth, and I did an interview with them. What? Um, during gay days yeah. and they said we were so much fun and they loved us being there and we were like one of their favorite parts of the wow. of the entire thing and they said I was fantastic so well, well there you go Oral was drinking at the bar and he makes up all this whole thing yeah. no. That, no. that ends his drunken hallucination well I will say this he had with a, a plant the main organizer of Bear Bust loved that we were there and next year might do something even more cool with us so right. we are definitely in in their good graces and we had a great time so cool. that's all that matters let's talk about comics fine I'm mean, so, sleep then <laughs> well let's talk Why about Pokemon and comics I, I don't I don't quite know well maybe we have younger listeners Pokemon like so, Black 2 came out Q oh, went to New York Comic Con. I went to New York Comic Con. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. It was and packed, according to our notes. <laughs> it, it was packed. It was packed. No, I heard yeah. it was very busy. It had like San Diego numbers, like 1,100,000 yeah. people. Yeah, it was absolutely crazy. And out front, I'm sure this didn't help the crowd, but they had this Walking Dead set up of all mm-hmm. these zombies sort of like lurching around out in front. It was sort of quarantined from the people, but it was it made to look like it was like a part of the crowd. That's cool. So, and there's uh, the old man from the camper was on. They had a camper yeah. out there, and he was like on top of it with like an umbrella, and all the zombies are like lurching Wait, around. The in actual front. guy who plays I don't know it? if it was actually him. I doubt it because yeah. he's out in the sun well, all day. Yeah. But uh, it was just it was cool. It was like a scene from the episode just taking place out in front. But then again, that's where the line was being let in, and it was a right. huge clusterfuck as soon as you went in you could go left to the show floor or right to artist alley artist alley was completely that pisses me off i don't like that but listen Uh when people first heard like on thursday and early friday people were really mad that it was, you had to go down a separate hallway, like make a turn go down that hallway and it's in this huge like do you know last time we did that called marycon marycon and bear bus it was in like this huge like hangar Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. 
Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There is no... <laughs> what? I'm sorry. <laughs> Always got to go back to that Mary. Mary God. Listen, <laughs> thank you for thank you for right, making us have flashbacks. Oh. Listen, I'm just saying that's what it felt like. Did it? Listen, not? but Artists. you know what? You know what? Here's hold on. You keep ragging on some of our most formative times of you know of us being together. Well, look, we, I mean, that's the first time we were all together. We yeah. had an amazing gay days that year. We had an amazing gay days last year. I'm just saying down the hall to the right. Past the bathrooms <laughs> and this the little thing. That's where Artist Alley was, right? I yes. Mean. It was like that. But and you went in there and there was no carpet. It felt like we were in a giant garage. Oh, it, so like you're a just warehouse. Making my point. I mean, well, Artist Alley okay, is that the was... coolest thing of any con. That is where that is where people are doing what I think is important. Yeah, the show and... the show floor wouldn't exist without Artist exactly, Alley. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Okay. But that that said, on Saturday we went in there. There was not enough room to walk around. Oh. There, it wasn't lost. Or people found it. They knew exactly where it was. Um, you know, I read an article about the guy who who ran New York Comic Con. He said it was a great idea. They're gonna do it again next year. Wow. You know, well, see, it's something like Jim Lee, and I forget who the other artists. They were like right near each. That other. That was on the show floor. Jim Lee and Robert Kirkman were signing at the same time, and wow. their lines like intersected and caused this huge like traffic jam and yeah. it, it was terrible yeah that's always um, a bad idea you could go maybe that's 20 feet in 20 minutes because uh, it was so packed Ugh. but it was a lot of fun there a lot of cool stuff the big announcement that came out of it was that scott snyder and jim lee are gonna do Which man of superman. steel superman but even though there were rumors of that going into Months it so. before that yeah yeah but uh, and uh in all the panels, it was really just rehashing everything that we had already heard. So nothing Marvel really now. to report there. Yeah, and uh, but although I did cover the Avengers panel, and the Green Lantern panel, and the X Men panel for IGN, if you want to go mm -hmm. check those out. Really? How would they find that? Uh, you know, you just have to go and <laughs> Google it and hope you find it. Uh, don't know who wrote it. And uh, IGN, IGN, <laughs> IGN. <laughs> that's right. IGN, IGN. Yes, that's who wrote IGN everything. Wrote on, everything yeah. yeah, what Eric is referring to is that I found all these graphic novels that I had quotes on, uh -huh. but they weren't attributed to me. They like didn't want to reveal your secret identity. They were, yeah, they, <laughs> they're in on it. They're in on it. So they helped me out by not not naming uh -huh, me uh -huh. and just saying IGN. Right. And don't forget to look for the Q's initials on the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> <laughs> that Sea Scrolls. <laughs> IGN. <laughs> the Communist Manifesto. Oh, oh, I hurt from that. All right. No, no. I, yeah, I can just claim so, anything is me because my name's not there. And uh, and then there was a, this giant Pokemon thing. It wasn't in New York Comic Con, but yeah, it was like sort of like a special invitation thing. Uh huh. You went Nintendo? in there. It was like Disney World, but Pokemon. And you went in, and there was like a Pikachu, you know, like Mickey Mouse, but dressed up in like the suit, and all these other Pokemon who I don't know. And it wasn't a cosplay. So you went to a furry convention. It was like that. That explains yeah. a lot. That explains a lot and, about you. And uh, and no, yeah, we went, and it was really cool. And you had to go around, and you, if you like, you tried out the new game Pokemon Black or, or White Two that just came out, or if you um, took a picture with like these Pokemon or something, you got these little tokens, and you could go to the Poke Store and spend them and get like Pokemon T-shirts. Wait a minute, and... you took a picture, you got a token? Yeah. 
Okay. There was like a little setup, like a green screen, yeah. and then they put Pokemon in there with you. Huh. It was very difficult. No, it was. Re- <laughs> so what did you get with your tokens? I got uh, some T-shirts, and I brought them back for my friends and stuff. Oh, okay. And and they had like ex- like uh, an exclusive I guess DS. We're not his friends. They had, oh, uh, I wasn't going to say. They that. had an. Ex- oh, I didn't see you pick me up from the airport, so that's oh, the one who yeah, got it. Mm. And the, you know, it's cool stuff. And they had like exclusive Pokemon DS case and stuff like that. It was like a really cool event. Um, nice. But yeah, so New York Comic. Do you guys have any questions? about it near no. comic con or no. anything honestly i mean it's one of those cons that i would want to go to in fact next year it's one of my goals but honestly i think charlotte and even baltimore so much more access to the creators that no, yeah. i don't i don't know that i need to go to san diego or need to go to these big big cons because the small cons that get like you know heroes and all that they're so much better and more fun i think no yeah it was really hard like i saw like jeff johns just like walk like right in front of me but yeah. he was in such a hurry to get somewhere well, i mean with all these people surrounding him i was like oh there's no way i'm gonna talk to him and you know trip him <laughs> <laughs> close line i'm pretty short yeah. oh, oh are you okay at heroes <laughs> while you're down there can you sign this <laughs> no man but like at heroes and you know i mean uh, q and i were up there you, you can, can walk up to anybody they're all at the bar hanging out and you're talking and it's just it's just awesome baltimore is kind of like that too i mean that's what i like I love that. That's really cool. You know, so. for someone who, uh, well, Eric and I both work at the same comic book store, a comic shop. We love really? it. Really? It's yeah. It's shut up. It's fantastic. But the one thing that we never get to do is we never get to go to conventions. We never like, get to do anything. We never get to do anything. <laughs> like it's just hey, he's like Eric. Like, I'm going to Comic Con. Didn't even really get to go to MegaCon, huh? You didn't even really get to go to MegaCon. Sad. Although it's. Oh, this doesn't help really, but you kind of been one, been to one, you've been to them all. Yeah. It's just yeah. you say that, but I you've like been to be to one. <laughs> well, because my so if you've been to one and you've been to all of them, how come you went to New York Comic? Why do I keep going? Because there's New York City. Occasionally, like valuable relationships are formed and you have cool yeah. experiences. But I'm talking about first. Eh, oh, forget it. <laughs> yes, it sucks. You I'm talking go. about like I guess I'm more referring to the panels and all of like the showroom floor stuff. It's just you know, but the meeting and interacting with the creators is definitely the highlight. That yeah, yeah. So, well, let's talk about some indie books because I want you guys to know about Brandon Graham. He is the creator of books like King City, Multiple Warheads, which just was relaunched as an issue based thing. Uh, he is the writer and artist. That's it, the name of a porn I watched once. No, it's not. Is it really? Yeah. Multiple, Multiple warheads? warheads? You get it? Get the euphemism? I do. A little, kind of? a little bit. Okay. So uh, if you have not seen his stuff in those indie kind of books, check out Prophet, the new, or the new, but Liefeld rebooted, uh, you know, series from Image. Um, he is so funny and so, like, he loves wordplay. He'll do these little, like, images that are kind of like plays on different words. He has... Uh, all this detail in every little panel of this vista of alien or whatever crazy thing he does like almost like the probably one of the most inventive writers I've ever seen and the art is just like got such a cool like, an artist too yeah you know writer and artist and does this amazing just ah oh, I don't know I, I I can't even describe his style it's so unique it's it's reminiscent of of like Doctor Seuss ass, yeah, like the old like sixties yeah, like, like movies, yeah. yeah. It's very much that, very like European ex- inspired. I was thinking Mobius. I was yeah. thinking uh, two thousand AD. I was thinking that kind of stuff. Um, heavy metal, all that. Exactly. Um, but you know, he's doing profit, and profit's fantastic. I'm Oral and I both are enjoying it. Mm, I think very too. much so. 
Um, and and again, wordplay, like little jokes. He'll cram little jokes in. He's got a little Cthulhu creature that like checks vegetables for their freshness or some crazy shit in this multiple warheads <laughs> thing. I mean, it's it, it's just funny. There's sexiness. Like he's got some characters doing some stuff in there. It's pretty awesome. I don't know how many drugs are utilized in the production of this art, but it wouldn't shock <laughs> or me. Or used while making it. It would not <laughs> shock me that there was some drug use. Um, uh, it's got a bit of a Scott Pilgrim-y sort of feel in some parts. A bit. Yeah, I would um, agree just, to that. You know, if you're interested in like Scott Pilgrim and some, some weird shit, or you just like fun. I mean, it really is something for, for comics. It's fairly neat. Check, okay. check this out. Okay, everything looks like a penis. I don't understand. Yeah. I found the multiple warheads. Yeah. He does kind of have a bit of a phallic. Sort of <laughs> all these foods. Um, yeah, even the foods are the shape of the penises. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's probably why I like it so much. All right. <laughs> so, um, and another, another indie book, and this is borderline indie, but, you know, it's still indie. Happy by Grant Morrison and Derek Robertson. Did anybody else read I've it? I've read it. Now, it's interesting because Grant Morrison, as we all know, is very kind of high concept, sort of crazy, metafictional, whatever. This book so far, other than the fact that it's like a hitman talking to an imaginary blue horse creature thing, it's kind of dark and lots of F words and just sort of sort of very almost more like a, not Warren Ellis, but uh, Garth Innes, you know, very just dark. And and I and I've read one reviewer thinks that he's doing like he's trying to like make fun of that genre and kind of like show that this can be transformed into something better. But I don't know because one issue, so who knows? Right. We'll go anyway. But Grant um, Morrison was inducted into. He was given an MBE. Yeah. Right? The uh, Prince Charles yeah. today, or just actually, yeah, I think today when we're recording it. Um, and of course, Morrison Con just happened, and he was in New York. In fact, Bill Z from Comic Book Bears got to take a picture with him. I was so fucking jealous. wow. Brian just hulked out. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I mean, I got to meet Frank quietly, and I got to see him at, at Baltimore, which was awesome. But I mean, going to see Morrison, I mean, that's that's like to me would be just just uh, anyway. You know, I I will say, I I read Happy. I didn't like it. Yeah. No, I, didn't like I don't it. know that I liked it either. And here's here's one of the reasons why, because. The story, just like all Grant Morrison stories, doesn't really make sense, doesn't try to make sense. Um, he makes it real by giving the character, the protagonist, um, eczema. But the problem is... Eczema? Yeah. I didn't know who the fuck was who is because like everybody looks the now, same. Now, that's the that's the artist's fault, though. No, no. If this is your book, it's a Grant Morrison book or whatever, you have some say. You have some say. You say, okay, this person needs to look like this because this is what I want you to try to convey. And when all of the characters look the same, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Re reflects poorly on the artist. I understand that. Uh, uh, reflects poorly on the writer. But Derek Robertson, who did Transmetropolitan, who did The Boys, I mean, he is an established name. Morrison, I think, obviously, probably wrote a great or wrote a script, sent it off, and is relying on I this. Notice how you tried to say great script and you then no, <laughs> I, I don't know. Yourself. It's been one issue. We don't know. I mean, not all like Sea Guy. I've just reread Sea Guy. I don't know what the fuck is going on in Sea Guy, really. Well, anybody reading Fashion Beast? Fashion Beast no. is awesome. Fashion Beast is awesome. I, I will say, I don't understand on? it. No, it's, but it's, it's entertaining. It's a modern day telling of Beauty and the Beast. Right. Yes. Just, huh? But, <laughs> but modern day, no, not modern day. Post apocalyptic with this fucked up, like, people use radiation as a way to be beautiful. I mean, 
I'm interested in that story a lot. It's very interesting, especially the Vogue element. I mean, that, that's did, kind of very cool. When did that happen? What? In Fashion Beast. When did that? They use radiation as part of it. You didn't catch that? One of the people comes in, her face is like half melted off, and the, the, the character's like, oh, is that radiation? And they say, oh, yeah, yeah, I used uh, such and such. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And yes. the main character is basically a transsexual or a drag queen, or, um, you know, it's kind of gender, gender fluid, as our friend Cap would say. So, um,. No, I think these are interesting books, and I'm I love that they exist. But yeah, they're weird, and certainly yeah. Happy's had one issue. So we'll see how the story evolves. But um, let's get into uh, unless there's any other indie books. I think that's really Rock I, and I'm, Key comes back next month. Woo! Well, next month I expect to hear about it, and I still need to read it. Um, I, I can't even. It's only the best series out <sighs> right now. You say that. Just, Everybody, you haven't have read it. How do you know? Oh, I, I should mention I did read Saga finally. Oh, did I you like got it? the trade. Did you love it? Um, I liked it. I think it got built up a little too high. I love what I read. I mean, it's good. I knew it would be good, but I just, I think people are getting a little obsessed about it, which, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I actually, know it would be I like good. The, I mean, I, I like the story. The story's good, but I love the artist. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Fiona. No, uh, is it Fiona? Yeah. Fiona Staples. Fiona Staples. Yeah, the art's fantastic. I mean, again, Brian K. Vaughn is a great storyteller. I totally get that. And I love the kind of swerve at the end where these people come and attack them in this tree. I also love the fantasy sci-fi stuff. I love that. The robot with their, you know, t- TV heads. TV heads. Right out of Fooly Cooly. Did I mean, you like Sextillion, awesome. the planet, the lust planet, the vice planet? Oh my God. I read that on an airplane. <gasps> I read that on an airplane. It was so awkward. I'm sitting there with my book just like barely open. Like, oh, no, there's boobs. Oh, that looks like a penis. I mean, it was, it was dicey. It was insane. Yeah. It's hilarious though. It was really yes, funny. Yeah. And then very poignant. So he's kind of got the Joss Whedon thing where it's like really super serious, but then funny and then also very poignant. I mean, he does, again, Vaughn's awesome. But I just, I don't know. People built it up so much because they, they just, I guess maybe they hadn't read any Vaughn. I, I don't know. Right, right. We're, so we're sort of in the post-Vaughn world if we kind of already yeah. know he's a great story and yeah. we're expecting a lot and does get hyped up a lot, I agree. Yeah. But I love the swerve at the end with the, uh, spoiler again, these people attack them and it's the parents-in-law. It's the mother-in-law and the father, you know, that, yeah. that whole thing. Grand- the grandparents. That was hilarious. That's a very funny sort of beat. They killed my, one of my favorite characters the who little... was the girl, the floating ghost girl. Oh my God, I don't was... think she's gone forever. No, I don't think so either. I think that was much... they. They did her in pretty good. I don't know how they were prepared for ghost things, anyways, in the first place. But whatever. Yeah. It's a, it's an interesting world. Gross. I want to know more about it. It's Her cool. guts hanging out. Um, but anyway, I read that. So, major studios or major publishers, let's say, we're gonna start with Marvel because Marvel, of course, with Marvel now is getting very exciting, and and lots of things are ending. Lots of things are starting up. Ending. Yeah, end days, if you will. Um, I do want to talk about the end of the end time. Sorry. I do want to talk about the end of AVX because we have, I think last time we talked, uh, big shit was going down. Things were happening, but it's over now. Yep. And we now know how. You say Cyclops was right. Fucking thank you. I didn't know if you agree. And Captain America's giving him that lecture. He's like, but I won, right? Yeah. I was like, oh my God, you do smack. I mean, this is the thing. Cyclops was right. You know, this is a T-shirt, I guess, now available. You can get the Ooh, shirt. I want that. And it, yeah, I know. Right? It's like the Daredevil. Does it have his Hannibal Lecter hat on it? Like oh, his helmet? I hate that. I hate that. I like it. But basically, he's a prisoner of war. He's a political prisoner right now because, yeah, he was possessed by the Phoenix Force and he did all these terrible things. But at the end of the day, because of what he did and because of the Phoenix, they're mutants again. Mm-hmm. 
No, so, yeah. And did, not, I just thought they were going to just be born again and start up. I didn't know people who had the mutant gene just boom. Uh, yeah, they were just like all of a sudden on the street. Like, what boom. the hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. And, and honestly, if, he, if they had just let him, if they had just let the Phoenix take hope to start, who knows that that wouldn't have been what happened? She would have done something. She would have like you know had that realization, and they would have saved themselves all this grief. So really, the Avengers are just dicks. Well, no, no we don't know. He knew better. He knew better. And Alex said it to him in the Uncanny Avengers, like you knew better after what Gene did. How can you even accept this force? Well, that was true. the thing. True. You know, he knew the power he was playing. True, with. but um, I don't know. I. Overall, I don't know that AVX was a success in a certain way. I did it's like moments up. of it, yeah. but the new continuity that, or the new reality of the situation, the biggest thing I hate is that Cyclops is a political prisoner, which I don't know what they're going to do. We don't know. Oh, I do. You want to know what? I read it He's today. on the What's cover it? of the of all new X Men. Well, I know he is, and they show him like walking around in a new costume, and or not a new costume, but you know, back in his little costume. So well, he's fine. But no, I know he's fine. But at the same time, I don't want him to be the new Magneto. I don't want him to be the new bad guy. Well, he's not going to be Magneto because Magneto set set out for a certain goal. He completed his goal. He's done. Well, you're no. reading AVX consequences. Like Magneto's yes. like communicating with him. Oh, that's who's doing that. Uh huh. Who else? Would I be? totally missed that. I didn't know who was doing that. Okay. With the metal? Yeah. Well, I totally just over my head. I did like the end of Uncanny, though, where they tie in the sinister stuff, and it's, oh. that was awesome. No, the sinister stuff didn't really do it for me because sinister is kind oh, of like whatever. I don't care. I love sinister. What I love mm-hmm. is the, the magic. Uh, Colossus oh, story that's too. Oh, that's that fucked up. Crazy. That's She's fucked up. Fucked that's up. what well, I they're love. They're both fucked up, and that, that 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 he's basically so over her, and he's ready to kill her the next time. They no, eat. no, 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 no. This is this is why she was driven to this because as far back as I can remember, even before I knew like who magic really was, I always knew that Peter loved his sister. Yeah, but he has constantly put her on a pedestal, and it's maddening. Oh yeah, it's she absolutely is maddening. She's evil. There are no snowflakes in hell, Peter. Yeah, like, oh my god, it's, no, it's yeah. heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. It is. Yeah. but I mean, ugh. yeah, he yeah, had it coming. As far as the final issue goes, and AVX as a whole. I I loved the, the idea and the concept, and I always went to each issue being really excited. But a lot of times, by the time we put it down, I was I felt let down or confused, yeah. or I was like, "Where did this come from?" Wait, all of a sudden Charles Xavier is important. All of a yeah. sudden, where's Hope? Where's Scarlet Witch? Oh, there they are in the last issue again, being very important. Yep. Iron Fist at one point was really important, but yeah. I don't think he, they even you know came back around to that. No, the, a lot of ideas but, uh, they didn't play out. I will say, Uncanny X Men uh, nineteen, like. Mm-hmm. It showed what Cyclops, like Cyclops' point of view yes. during the final issue, and in that one issue, Very it was Watchmen. everything I ever wanted from AVX. Right. He goes and he comes to Phoenix. He's like, he like kills Beast, and then he reanimates him. He's like, wait, did I do that on purpose, or did that even like? It was totally the, a Doctor Manhattan you know, thing from the Watchmen. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then he went up. He then he wanted to just escape because he had so much power, and he went up and hit like the roof of the universe, and it was the white hot room. Yeah, and he hears Jean Grey talking to him. She says, "You." Look like an idiot. <laughs> Tell Logan I like the name of the school. And I was like, what? Yeah. So that sort of, I think, brought him back and made him realize, like, 
I shouldn't, this is like too much. I shouldn't do this. And that's I, what stopped you know, him ultimately. Yeah, like that that little touch. That should have been in the main book. Yeah. Like that was like the well, moment. Bendis, Bendis was and, saying the same uh, thing on Word Balloon. He's like, there were these beats with Charles Xavier that he wrote into the Avengers that he absolutely thought should be in the main book, and they didn't. No, yeah, exactly. I read that Avengers issue where it was sort of the big turn for Charles Xavier because he was originally like, I wash my hands of this. I don't want to be a part of this. But yeah. his big turn where he decided to come back was in Avengers. Yeah. And he like mind wipes everybody and leaves. It was yeah. crazy. And uh, but and and then like you said, the the best part was when Cyclops says, to, you know, there's oh, there's more mutants. Like if there's more mutants, then what I did was right. I would yeah. do this whole thing, the exact same thing yeah. again. Yeah. The and I thought have been integrated, and my mutant race has started. So I won, right? Yeah. That. <gasps> Was, make this about you. No, but I, I won. <laughs> yeah, but, but he wants to die, and he wants to die a martyr, and that's interesting. I do think that's interesting. Although I hate that Scott Summers is in this place now because I love Scott Summers, and I hate that that's where he's at. Well, but okay, you're getting the kid again. You're who slim back? Who? Oh, but see, fuck that because I think, <laughs> I think that's cheap, and I'm still not happy with that whole thing. Other than maybe as a way to bring Gene back, but I mean the rest of that whole thing, even the little I bit see, I read in AV of uh, the point one, which we want to talk about that too. I just, I oh, I just there's part I, of me that re- rejects it. Well, the, the, well, the whole setup of, of that one, it, it's just weird. It's like okay, so you're gonna warn them of anything, of everything. So will any of this happen? Yeah, I know. No, no that's you, the thing. I I stand by. It's a way to reconcile the journey that yeah. you've been on. What better way to see how much these people have changed than to contrast put them, it? Yeah, to contrast them, to compare and contrast them with their future, uh, their past selves, with their with their idealistic, you know, bouffant with the the curly cue points, and seeing. What life truly does to you. I like that. I just, there's a part of me. How else are they going to do it? You're right. You're right. Okay. Jean's going to be confronted with the fact that what she does is the Phoenix. Will she accept the Phoenix when the time comes? Yeah. Because they won't. They they won't. Will she say yes or will she say no? They will not retcon their history. They will find a way to wipe their memories and just let it play out. No, I don't think so. I think Jean, if of all of them, I think Jean will stay. In some capacity, I can and see that. the rest of them may go back, and I don't know what they're going to do. If it's going to retcon things, I think Bendis absolutely has demonstrated he's willing to do that. I mean, no more cent- mutants, the century, and yeah, no more mutants. I mean, th- he will make it work with the story he wants to tell, and I think you're right; it is a way to contrast. Yeah, but I'm just, all, I don't know. All these questions and these kind of confusion that we have now, I think once the series gets going, we'll sort of see where he's going with yeah. it. because yeah. this is a long, this is an ongoing series. Yeah. This is Bendis doing X Men. Yeah, it's like, gonna. He, this isn't a short term. No, thing. no, he's gonna do this for How years. How long was years, he on years. Avengers? Like six, seven, eight years? I don't know, but it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, and I'm very much on board. I will read it. I no doubt about that. But I would do want to talk about the point one a little bit because not only did it give us a preview mm. of that, it gave us a preview of the new Nova. <laughs> it was, gave us a preview. Young Avengers, come on. Young Avengers, Young was, Avengers was amazing. Miss America, dumbass. Um, I really actually was surprised that I liked the Cable and um, X Force. <laughs> <laughs> you leave him alone. No, I thought because I don't know Dennis Hopeless at all. I don't know any of his stuff. Yeah, where did he come from? <laughs> like. What did he? What did Dennis Hopeless? He's he, suddenly writing a lot of stuff. Yes, now. he is. Um, uh, he's doing the Avengers uh, Death Match thing, uh, Battle Royal. Oh no, his like breakout book was Avengers Arena. Avengers Arena. I I Hunger really it brought Forge back in a cool way. The art Forge was really me. actually quite good. I was surprised by the art too. What are you? What are you? What? <laughs> he has a 
that goopy little arm. Leave the gift alone. What does that have to do with having a voice uh, thing in your larynx? That is not the but same. Now that the technovirus is uh, gone from him, when is it really terrible? Oh. <laughs> you all are terrible. This is cable. Oh, I hate you all. So, um, sorry. I'm that sorry. was awesome. Can I? Can I just ask though? How did we feel about little Nick Fury, young Nick Fury Jr. Eh. as Samuel L. Jackson? It's so bad. It's such a fucking who cares. Um, who cares about Nick Fury? Unless you've read Secret um, Avengers, or uh, no uh, Secret Wars. Warriors. Secret Warriors. Yeah, unless you read Secret Warriors, you haven't given a flying fuck since the Secret War. Actually. Well, maybe. But because they, they took him off the stage. But Secret Warriors was awesome. He's come back in Secret, uh, or not Secret, Defenders, uh, McKelvey's drawing and Which, faction. who's been reading Defenders? Me. I like Defenders, mm-hmm. but it's not very good. I like it. So I like Old Man Nick Fury, and I hate, I hate that the movies and the Ultimate Universe Nick Fury, not that I have a problem with these black, that he's black. Ultimate I think that's awesome. I like. I, but I hate that they're having to fucking force it in to 616 continuity just to line up with the damn movie. I hate that. Well, Even you know adding Coulson is, is, is just too much. Relax, relax, first of all, my blood pressure. Coulson's a good character. He is a good character. You're right. Two, do you, I don't think you understand what it's like to have oh. to explain to people the difference between a movie and a comic book. Because everyone takes one or the other as canon, and you have to realize that they're two different mediums. Sometimes they cross over. I'm not a huge fan of it either. But, hey, two weeks from now, will people care when Nick Fury is kicking ass all over again? No, I know they won't. I know they won't. And that's that's part of the problem. What I don't like about it, I don't have a problem that they did it. I have a problem with that I'm very confused of his characterization. Like, in the point one, he seemed like an amateur you know, he didn't. He was kind of like being told what to do, and I was like, "This isn't the Nick Fury that I like. That's like from the movie, You're right? And it's from the Ultimate yeah. Universe." So I was like, "Who is this person?" Well, he I looks don't like, like it. the same guy, but he's not the same he, character. Yeah, and he has su- Steve's uh, Rogers Super Soldier uh, costume on. Yeah, it's it's fucking bizarre. It's so, weird. Well, it's, so, it's U.S. agent. Oh, is that? Yeah, is that it? it's his U.S. agent. So the um, did you like the Star Lord thing? With Bendis, because Bendis writing Guardians no, of the Galaxy, dumb too. And I, it's like he murders the mom and what? Okay, yeah, I don't know. Star Lord origin. Look at this. It's it's the origin of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but, but I'm just, I'll, I'll say that entire kind of, point one was a, a six dollars. That was a waste. The, a week earlier, they released a free preview. That was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. Like that yeah. had all like the big books that you wanted to see, Never. and it looked good. Whereas this had like all these like weird like. Like that story, the, the Guardians of the Galaxy one was like weird, and the Forge one I didn't like. I know you liked it, but I was oh, like, no. all this like stuff. Stop it! it. I'm like, cable alone. <laughs> I'm like, just bleh, bleh. no. Yeah, Get I, the free one. Ignore yes, this one. I really, and I, I'm sorry, I did buy it. So and I, you know, probably buy it again. God only knows. But I'm just yeah. The point ones are always. Although, just, there was a, a very two highlights. Young Avengers. We already talked Young about. Young Avengers. Yes, but. FF by Mike Allred. See, that had been in the free preview, at least part of it. Yeah. And yeah, it was awesome because I love Allred and I love that, And that was a nice little one and done story. It was. The it only was. one that made me laugh or it was care. very funny. Yes. Duchamp. I mean, how often do you see a comic where a freaking abstract, you know, Dadaist artist was represented Guess in that? What? That was a lot. It was awesome. Guess what? What? Nobody cares about Ant Man. Nobody cares about his daughter. And that's why she died. Oh. <gasps> 
I liked it. I like. I, I mean, Wanda. I was not. I was a little on. You know, unsure about Fraction taking over FF oh. and Fantastic Four. But now I'm looking forward I, to it. I think Fraction is finally finding his voice. FF looks better than Fantastic Four. Though. Yes, and I. We have. I know a Bagley daughter. We met her at Heroes Con. She was super sweet. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk ill of her father, but I will say I don't necessarily enjoy his art as much as I used to. And Stan Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah, ever since Ultimate Spider-Man, it's yeah. been just sort of like Avengers Assemble just didn't look yeah. oh. like a good Bagley, oh. you know? It looks, every, everybody looks too young. Yeah, yeah. You it looks, that's yeah. why he was too, so good with Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah, you know, a little you know, too everybody looked that age, cartoony. I, I don't know. Um, but, oh, wait, wait. What? Nova looks terrible. Yeah. It's, it's Actually, so Jerry, um, Mikoki, is that the artist friend of ours who listens to the show? Do you know them? Okay, uh, one of the people who listen to our show, I, th- I, I, I apologize for mispronouncing, did a Nova bent over, like showing a bit of a uh, little. I'll show oh, you later. Mio. Isn't it like Mio, Mio, Mio? Mio. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um, that was kind of hot. But is the Nova like? Well, no, 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 no. no. It's not. That's not like. (laughs) This is a new Nova. Yeah, it's a new Nova. But but that's not. Stop that. (laughs) That's not what I. It's not. It's not what any Nova fan has wanted. It's not. We don't care how the the Nova Force escape. We know the world mind always has a backup plan. We want to know. Where the fuck has Star-Lord and Nova been? Yep. I don't care about this new person. He was the fucking Paul Revere of AVX. I I'm just done. I even mention that he showed up at the last issue. Yeah, like... Slapped Cyclops and then got taken out. I yeah. just, I just, no. I'm not happy. No. I'm not happy. And Jeff Loeb, really? I know. And, and, and even, what's his name? Uh, McGinnis. I just don't think, I don't, I don't like the style. But this Mio thing's pretty hot, so I'll show you later. So, um... Uncanny Avengers. We did talk a little bit about when the brother, Alex, shows up and talks to Cyclops. Yes. Yeah, he's the leader of his team. Can you believe it? It's it's interesting, and um, I'm kind of interested. This is Rick Remender, and um, what's the artist? Cassidy, who has not written a, an ongoing in a long time or uh, done art. I thought up till the end, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I like it's very It's very much interesting kind of continuation of AVX. And then the fucking shit drops, and Red Skull has Charles Xavier's brain in his hand, and I'm like, "This is Rick Remender. This well, is what funny, I love." Like the most time, I'm like, "Oh, Charles is not really dead. Charles is not really." And at the end of that issue, I was like, "Oh, he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> he is so dead." Yeah, I mean, after that's fucking like Cy- uh, Colossus, you think they would have done a little better job of protecting the dead bodies? Oh, of I know, right? I mean, that's just silly. But no, I mean, Rick Remender, God bless him, I think he's awesome. I mean, even back when he came to the store and played dice with a couple of us hanging out there and had a great signing, uh, I mean, he's just so awesome and, and like funny and dark and has these just crazy ideas. I mean, Fear Agent is such a tour de force. If you have not read this and you like science fiction or, or sort of pulp fiction, I mean, Awesome, awesome stuff, and I love Secret Avengers, and I love Uncanny X Force, and Secret Avengers started off good, and then it went to AVX, and eh. well, no, it's better now. It's back out of that. So yeah, no, that we're not going to talk too much about that, but it is actually back to what he wanted to do, okay. and he's going to finish it really strong. And it's it's been actually this new issue was awesome. They had the Undead Avengers. Okay. It had okay, so these are also Remender people. They had um, Doctor Voodoo. Okay. The ghost of Doctor Voodoo. The ghost of Doctor Voodoo. They had uh, Werewolf what, Cap. Secret of Werewolf Cap. Cap. Werewolf Cap. The latest issue. Oh. They had Frank and Castle. Frank and oh, Castle. God. 
And I forgot what else. But I mean, basically, all of these kind of things that he had done and other things, they were in this alternate universe parallel thing with uh, Captain Britain Corps. And he is such a huge X Men fan, obviously with Uncanny X Force, that I just I've been so happy to see him rise to this, you know, prominence in the Marvel universe. Yeah, the flagship delayed book. Yeah. It's oh great. God, don't even start. Already delayed. Seven weeks. It's all fucking Cassidy. How long did Planetary take to finish? Like years, years. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that the same? Th- Astonishing X Men had a bunch of big delays too. Yeah. So. No, yeah. You think for the flagship book they would have? I don't know. Wanted a little bit of art ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, getting- <laughs> what are you gonna do? So, did we all? So, Uncanny Avengers, we liked. Yeah. Yeah, loved it. Loved it. What about babies? A babies versus X babies. It's so good. It's adorable. It's really well written. Tiny Titans is better. It's. Tiny Titans is, you know what? It's I love totally how, a Tiny I love how the Phoenix but was like totally a little Titans. chicken. I know. <laughs> oh, like, the Phoenix boy. was chicken. That was cute. But no, I mean, this is the shtick that Tiny Titans has done for years, and it's hilarious and cute, but I just felt like kind of like, I mean, I like Scotty Young a lot, and I like the Scotty artist. Scotty Snotty? The artist was this like Japanese yeah. duo, this team. Um, it wasn't even him, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, he wrote yeah, it. Right. He, he wrote, wrote it. it, but it was and cute. But I just, adorable. I just was kind of like, okay, I, again, Tiny Titans, and even the new Superman Family Adventures have been doing this great shtick for years, and now Marvel's saying, "Oh, well, they should do this too." And I don't know. I just it was good. It was derivative. a one shot. It was adorable. No, no, I want to see Civil War babies. I want to see Secret Event. Uh, Secret no, Invasion yeah. baby. No, I think my stop dream there. commission is to get Darth Maul baby fighting baby Obi Wan and baby Qui Gon from oh Star God. Wars. <laughs> You're gonna pay a lot for I'm that. Gonna, I will get it. I will get it. It will go on my wall. Can we talk about? And we need to. Jonathan Hickman finished his run on Fantastic Four and FF. I. Fantastic Four was great. It kind of did the heavy lifting of the story and did that all. But FF made me cry. I wanted to cry, but no, yeah. I cried. I had a tear fall from my eye onto my book. And so, I mean, emotionally, it just, it ended this amazing arc with such a personal family moment with future... um, Mr. Franklin. Yeah, future Franklin and his whole family and 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 emphasizing just these great character moments where you know you know uncle ben you know you're such a great uncle and they told that zany story about the impossible man being the thing's underwear because for some reason the thing is naked in this big battle mm-hmm. and the impossible man that green like you know whatever mr pick mr Mc, yeah that guy or the great kazoo kind of character like he can do any shape whatever and he's like his underwear that was hilarious but then then these tender moments about you know uh reed and sue are like Bull, tell us, were we good parents? Yeah. And he just like, yeah, you were the best. I mean, I, so many little moments like that that are so personal and so driven by personal like family beats and oh god just I love it no, I love yeah. it. The it line so that got beautiful. me was when he told him, he was talking about the door it's oh, like, yes. it's not what you are, it's what you can be. Yes. And I, I that's when that's when it hit me and yes. I was like, man, I cannot wait for Avengers. <laughs> oh my god, and the whole what? I, I will say this, I thought the the final issues were were really good, but the last story arcs for both of like Fantastic yeah. Four and FF were t- were just they were terrible. Sort of one off. They, were, just they like, were treading water before Marvel. Now I'm sure because well, he finished his big story months and months at the beginning of the year, and so but true. he had to wait till now to actually give us the end. But it's called like I mean, if you're Hickman, I expect. Hickman level stuff from you. Not all the time, but don't just say, hey, I'm just tap dancing until I'm Tell her, like my numbers up and then I just <laughs> I just go. Like you well, just can't you can't do that. That's I, I so respected this book. 
I I I plugged the hell out of it trying to get people to buy it because it was it was just a really great run on Fantastic Four and FF. And as soon as everyone was like, get it or it's right, people started dropping it like flies because it was terrible. It just wasn't as strong of an arc. It, it, it had this very kind of one-off thing, but the story did continue in little ways. And like the writing, Hickman has not only this great concept for high adventure, high sci-fi concept, all this stuff, he's so personal and so, like, you can feel the love come out of this man's writing. No, I completely and understand that. Like, I won't complain. These, these lines like, so here's the thing about adventure, it's really all there is, and then he does the thing about rules, and he's like, here's the thing about rules, there aren't any, and it's just got this amazing, but like... But don't cuss. <laughs> but don't cuss, yeah, try not to cuss. I mean, like... Not only can you just like feel the cool sci-fi adventure concepts and just crazy ideas, but I mean, just the love of of a parent is so heavy in this book, and and it makes sense. It's the Fantastic Four. Does he have kids? Oh, oh, yeah, of oh, course, okay. of course. And the um the thing at the end. Did you read the afterward? Yeah, I read yeah. the afterward. I mean, he was like, I'm not going to tell you what my rules were for this book, blah blah blah. But he he said it's really important that I wrote a book about a family that works as a family because there's so much fucked up in this world right now. There's so many families that are falling apart. It's important for me to tell a story about a family that chooses to stay together as a family over everything else. Right. And I think that's beautiful. I think it's absolutely beautiful and I don't see it with all these freaking relationships and comics kind of dissolving, you know, Superman lost his his underwear and his parents and his his wife and and you know, Spider-Man of course and Mary Jane. You know, that's the whole joke, you know. The the comic shop, they had one guy he had a sign anyway. But I mean, all these things, all these relationships that are just totally dissolving in comics because they think it's better story if they're single or if they can have that Hickman said, no, I'm going to keep this family together. Yeah, we're going to kill somebody off, but he's going to come back. But, I mean, just, just telling this family. I, I love it. It's beautiful. So Family! It's, it's important. So, oh. Hawkeye. <laughs> hey, Block. how dare you? Hawkeye is so good. Hawk, Hawk blocking. blocking. <laughs> this, the third issue, and not only is the art amazing and the writing's great, but this third issue has... Uh, Clint Barton having sexy time with this this chick he wants to buy a car from, whatever. And uh, assassins start to come and attack him, and he leaps over from a bed, and he's completely naked. And they put the old-school Hawkeye face right over his junk. I laughed. It's cute. I laughed. I died. It was so... Funny, and I know people have done this before. Like I know this isn't the first one. I think Harvey Birdman might have done this way he back did. in the day, but it's hilarious, and I loved it. So yeah, it's the book. Keep every issue is, is a complete wonderful surprise. Like it's it's top notch, and it's not like superhero really. It's it's when he's not being a superhero. And there's the shenanigans he gets into in, in his normal life. Pizza dog. Pizza dog. He was eating pizza. Yes. yes. It's, it's a testament to people um, complaining about one and dones and how they can't be done. And why. But there's, there's a certain customer who I actually like, but he's upset where Fantastic Four will be going yeah. with one and dones. I'm just like, well, it's Fraction. Fraction can do one and dones. Fraction, when he. When Fraction focuses mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with him. right I think he's really great it's when he does these like big fear itself yeah when he does these big <laughs> events or has these huge monumental things he wants to convey yeah. I feel like they always get lost in the sauce but let's Agreed. move on do we still like Daredevil yes yeah the last you can issue call me 
Coyote? Yeah. Why? Well, the know. spot evolved into the coyote. You know, the spot is, is actually I one of my favorite. Days. I read the end of days. I read the end of days. Oh, oh, days was that I liked. Okay, Ooh, that was gross. But I haven't read the regular. It's it's just very interesting because it started out such a fun, carefree book, and now it's delving into someone that's just totally fucking with, with Matt. And destroying his life and destroying what he knows. They brought What's back left? The, the Mia, really? the chick, the, the, the <laughs> chick from the Dark Bendis shit, who he left in a mental institution because she's crazy. And they're bringing all these elements from the old stuff back. But the art's still great because it's got Samley doing art now. And the story is interesting enough, but I, I kind of miss the carefree Daredevil that he started with. Well, you know? I mean, yes, I know what you mean. But I mean, it's, it's not. <laughs> but bad. I feel like it, he's sort of like coming overcoming that because he's being dragged back down. But he's it'll be a testament to if he is really kind of reformed that if he bounces back from this because this is some fucked up shit. Yeah. With Coyote. Yeah. Or the spot. The spot's been one of my favorite it's, villains ever issue. since. Ever since he was in that episode of Spider Man, like the I gotta animated buy shoes series. Tonight, I got to buy shoes. Can we wrap what? up Daredevil? You know, Walmart's open, open to like. I'm not going to Walmart. <laughs> Why? They're just getting stolen. Ford's authority is closed. Where are you going, huh? Target. Target's closed, too. No, it's not. It closed at 10. Yeah, I think it's 10. I thought they closed at 11. Do they? I don't know. <laughs> so, so Daredevil, <laughs> we, we like sorry. Daredevil. We, Daredevil's really cool. But, right, moving on. All right, moving on. <laughs> so DC time. Now, the third army thing is creepy as shit. Oh. I don't really like Yo, this. I don't like creepy. that Janthan that, uh, is bad. It's I, the Borg. It, it is the phalanx. Oh. It is the Borg. It is the Cybermen. It's all that. But um, I, I just, I haven't been reading any of the other books. All I know is what's happening in the main book, Green Lantern. And the, I've been the reading thing. them all. Let me tell I you mean, something. Is it good? Core, who cares? But Core, New Guardians was very good. That, do you know, know what they're doing? Do you want to know how they, they convert lanterns? Yes. They rip their ring arms off. Uh-huh. Oh. Vandor from Green Lantern Corps, who's been around for a year, he's a new character for the New Fifty Two. Uh, his arm just gets ripped off, and then they like because to take get rid of the ring so they can take over the body because right. the shield's gone, and uh, and they convert him like this, that those tendrils like wrapping over their yeah. face. It's fucked up. Their it, eyes coming oh through. Oh god, the eyes thing creeps me Yo, out. And Red Lanterns, which is absolutely terrible. Um, the artist on that makes them look like. Sickeningly disgusting. Really like disgusting. ten times. Did you read Red Lantern? Yeah, and when ten it times. Do, like scarier, freakier than yeah. anyone else is, is drawn them or is bound to draw them. But in the annual, we already saw where it was going. I mean, uh, the Guardians are like, we have a way of fail safe in case, so we know the fail safe is not going to work against this third army. Right, and that's when the other Lanterns are going to have to step in. Of course, yeah. But I but, don't know. Uh, and, but what Kyle Rayner is doing is pretty cool. That he, was cool. Carol is well. Carol's like, oh man, you know, Hal and uh, Hal's gone, so we need to bring, he might be dead, we have to bring him back to life. I'm going to help Kyle become the White Lantern again. So Kyle's going to each different lantern, he goes to like Atrocitus, and she's tried to, oh. tries to learn how to like harness rage, and like, he's, he's going, he's, that's like his goal. And he wants to use, he wants to use the power to uh, take on the, the Guardians. Oh, yeah, okay. But Carol, her like ulterior motive is to bring back uh, Hal. Yeah. yeah, bring back. But home. we know they're not really dead. They're just like shunted into the ring or got. Yeah, the book. I think they're like in the, the book. They're they might be they're in the, book, the or book of Black or or the Death Dimension. I don't know. Like his ring, Microverse. Yeah. So, um, the Joker. Let's, let's, this this is really what a lot of people. Was that bad? The listen. Hey, what? They brought Avengers? back Janet. That's all that matters. So uh, no, fuck they, Janet. Fuck Janet. Fuck the wasp. Fuck. Fuck. 
Fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck, fuck. Wow. I hate the wasp. Wow. I hate the wasp. Everybody will have great fashion sense. Are you you talking as you or Wanda? No, I'm talking. I'm talking as Wanda. Is this what is this what he wants to end his Avengers voice back? He's putting everything back the way he found it. No. It's what he's doing. Sometimes it's Wonder Man is good again. No. Sometimes it's Vision is back. Vision's well, back. Vision just showed up. Are you? Are you? Are you going to let me back. finish? Are you going to let can me I finish? finish? Can I finish? Yes, Thank you. Please. No, you. What you're doing is resetting the stage, which for me tells me that your Avengers run was shitty, and it it has no bearing. So now it we're has giving no bearing. The, uh, Hickman everybody back, so now Hickman to do with what he will. Hickman if you can like kill Hickman, now. he'll probably do a good job with Janet. Mm, mm, you just, know, just trust in him, and maybe she won't be as prominent. Maybe, but it's not. It's not just we Janet. Need new it's costumes. Why? It's like like new costumes. No. Why? Janet. The cartoon Janet. J- Jocasta means nothing. Well, fuck the whole like Ant Man, Giant awesome. Man, Yellow oh. Jacket, whatever he wants to call himself. You know, on a Pim. day ending in the word Pim. Pim. Like it's just Hank. It's just like it's, Hank. It, it makes where you hang out. It makes me so angry. It's like why, why? we didn't like Fear itself. Because nothing happened. Nothing happened. But that's common. Years, no, 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 no. I have no power over him. No. After, after years of me trying to it's like the Avengers. Wasp. Let it go, no, girl. No, after, it's the Wasp. No, this Let is, it no. go. This is, this is what I shrink about. and she this shoots is, little. Shut look, shut be thankful up, you shut remember up. who you are. No, this is, this is what makes me angry. Because after years of trying to get into Avengers, after years of trying to like these characters, after years of saying, okay, I'm going to learn this history, you just told me that everything you did, everything we went through, meant nothing, meant nothing. And that's why I don't trust him as a writer. That's exactly why. It doesn't mean nothing if you bring a character back to life. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, it's, there's a difference between going on a journey and coming full circle and going on a journey and just resetting the pieces. It's like restarting Minesweeper. The only thing I have to agree with Oral is is that here's your uh, Hank Pym who's supposed to be this brilliant scientist. Mm -hmm. You didn't think of looking in the microverse for her. Well, but I thought in in, 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 in Mighty Avengers they actually referenced the hell is something uh, my dog is eating I think potato chips. Um, he referenced the fact that Janet had gone below the the whatever and had ascended to like the structure of the universe. I mean, it's it, they showed on Bleeding Coolio Day. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Um, I don't know. We'll move on. Let's, we're, we're in DC. We should we're in DC. We, we we got oral totally, totally back to the Joker. Back to the Joker. I don't know how we got to this. Um, I think it was my the fault. Joker's back. So I've only read Mr. J Batman, which is good enough. Okay. <laughs> um. So far, like I'm interested in what he's going to do, but quite honestly, I'm just kind of like, eh, I don't know. Am I crazy? I loved it. I loved the joke. Why? I just I, he was very creepy. He was creepier than I've seen in a long time. Yeah, you know he hasn't been around. Hasn't been so around. now that I like, but Batgirl. You know, I want to see what's going to happen because right. he's got to know by now that Barbara Gordon's Batgirl. Right. So I want to see how he's going to work with that Catwoman. I don't even know why that tied into this at all. Yeah. This had nothing. Her yeah. issue was just... I was excited to read it. Yeah. I've yeah. given up on Catwoman. When uh, Winnick left the title, I left the title. I'm like, no, I'm done. Yeah, because it was so good before. It was. It was but, really good. I, I, no, but I thought it was good. It had the mask. You know, I thought it was going to yeah, be a well, real yeah. direct tie. Right, right, right. You know, nothing. 
I don't yeah. know who any of those people are. I didn't know she had a fucking brother. I'm like, uh, who are you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's she has right. a brother. The zero issue. That yeah, supposedly yeah, yeah. her lot in life was to protect him. I'm like, really? I never knew about this yeah. man for the past year. <laughs> I don't know. Um, no, yeah. I, I really liked it. Him, like, moving around in, like, the shadows. Uh, and, like, killing people. Like, he's murdering. Like man. Stop yeah. me if you heard this one. Snap. Stop oh. me if you heard this one. Crack. Yeah. No, that oh, was fucked, fucked up. up. And then yeah. the closing image of him attacking Alfred. Which, does that mean he knows the secret identity? That's, we don't know. You would assume, yeah. but you don't know. Well, then yeah. the backup story with him and Harley. Harley, when did I ever find you attractive? Ooh. That hurt. Cold. That hurt. That was really cold. And, he, yeah. and then the whole tie with the red hood. That'll be interesting. So what's he doing with Jason? Is that all going to come to play? Well, in January? No, December? They go no January. It goes into everybody's book. Yeah. Okay. Everybody. Everybody. Teen Titans included. <clears throat> what? Mm -hmm. Wow. Tim Drake. Tim Drake. Who oh. was never Robin? Goes after mm -hmm. everybody. No. All right. The Robin. speculation no. is: Can we speculate about who's going to fight it? Nightwing would bite it. Oh. It doesn't necessarily mean that Nightwing has to be Dick Grayson. This is supposing Tim Drake fills into Nightwing. That's shoes. dumb. I don't want to kill him. I'm like, Dick. yeah. I mean, don't kill Dick. Keep Dick around and alive. It sounds very gay. Mm. <laughs> But who huh. like, lays for gays? Die. I don't think Alfred could really go. I mean, Why Alfred's gonna—he's not. I don't think he's gonna die, but he's gonna get hurt pretty bad. I definitely think Barbara's mother's gonna bite it. Well, that's nobody cared about. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's why I think she's no bite no it. title characters are gonna bite it. Yeah. Well, unless they're books. A lot of doing supporting well. characters <laughs> are, you know. Are what well, happened last time the Joker was around? It was in the Black Mirror. That's the last time Scott Snyder wrote him, uh -huh. and he he didn't kill. Well, that um, was was did it he the kill Joker? Her? He cut the lips off of somebody's uh, wife, Joe, or, or, or uh, Gordon's ex-wife, right? I don't remember that. I thought the last time he was around with Grant Morrison's uh, yeah, Oberon, whatever. Batman and Robin. Oberon and Sexton. Yeah, that was Sexton. the Joker. And yeah. That was, that was cool. I actually really liked that. Let's talk about um, Batman Incorporated real quick. Ugh. No. <clears throat> I love it. I love the whole Batman around the world, but what was cool is Jason Todd was one of the Batman from around the world, and when Robin, Damien, realized that, he was really pissed off at, at Bruce because he's like, how can you do this? How can you work with this guy who is totally against your code? And, and it had all the whole Talia stuff, the, the, the recent issue. The only thing that I scanned the recent issue and the only uh -huh. thing that intrigued me was, Damien, this has to stop. <laughs> was well, Bruce going to Damien, you just have to stop. Well, yeah, and that, and then at the end he basically said, you need to go back to your mother. So the whole mm. Batman Incorporated thing is coming full circle. Morrison's whole run is coming full circle where he introduced this Damien character as Batman's son. And now he's like trying to end it with, what, with Wingman? Back. With Wingman? Well, no, my Wingman. No, no, no. <laughs> no, the, I, I, I love, I love, well, I'm a bit biased. But I mean, I love Morrison. I love what he's I doing know. with these Batmans uh, around the world. And know. I think it's cool he's trying to tie it all together. And yes. that will be interesting. Wingman. Yeah, yeah. Wingman. So did we all read Justice League and did we all agree that... Probably Tony Daniels' art is stronger it. than Jim Lee's. Yeah, I did like it very much. Jim yeah. Lee's—he does have those like really harsh lines and that really sketchy style. Yeah. But Tony Daniels, like he cleaned it up, and ass. Wonder Woman looked great fighting yeah, Cheetah. Oh Cheetah is a badass. I I was waiting for that because when I saw the whole league fighting Cheetah, I was like, uh, "This is a joke." But yeah. no, Cheetah is like super powerful, like really fast. Mm -hmm. uh, she can like scratch the, the Flash, I guess, yeah. and, uh, and bite Superman. Yeah. and she's a vampire. I don't know. Uh, she turns uh, other people into her. Uh, it's, like a werewolf, I guess. It's weird. And it's cool. She, but, oh yeah, but, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Wonder Woman failed her, so she feels really guilty about the whole thing. Yeah. Um, can we talk? about how Jeff Jobs I'm not saying that Justice League is bad 
Uh, the last story arc was kind of rough, but you know, whatever. Everyone has their Great sophomore slump. But no, have you have you noticed how he can write certain characters really well, but other characters fall to the wayside? Yes. Like his Wonder Woman is terrible. Like his portrayal of Wonder Woman, I don't. I don't like. It's not as strong as Azarello's, yeah. but it's still aspect of Azarello. Kind of. She's but too then, supermodelist for me in Justice League. I mean, Flash, well, nobody can help Flash yeah, now. And, you know, Green whoa, Lantern. Whoa, 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 back that shit up. You're saying you don't like the Flash book? No. Why Flash not? Flash book is pretty bad. Yeah. You know it's, whoa, okay. Well, have we ever read a different book? Because no. the rogue stuff they're doing recently is the great. What? Shirt of Captain Cold. No, 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 no. Okay, okay, okay. Shit. Look, that book is weak. <laughs> man, I don't, no, I don't total, think so at all. I like the art, but the, the plot is total weak sauce. I don't think so at all. I, I don't know that I love some of the elements of the story, but Monopole's art and the plotting and and even the idea of the rogues, it's very much a callback to what Johns did. With the whole rogues being bad guys, but with a code, and how the Grodd army invades, Co- uh, was it Coast City? Central. Central yeah. City. And they, they they band together. By the way, can we just say one thing about Arrow? The fact that they change it from Star to Starling City is bullshit. Okay, you did hear that? I was like, did I hear that? It's bullshit, and I don't know what the fuck they're saying. Anyway, so, no, I mean, the fact, uh, the Grodd army and how they're tying to the Speed Force, I mean, yeah, I don't think it's as strong as John's stuff, but I, the last issue anyway, I... I just thought it was awesome, so I guess I'm really I knew yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a, f- a fan of Flash. I read the first issue. Uh, <laughs> how was, uh, so how was Talon and then the Sword of Sorcery, these oh, these new books? Well, Talon, I was just like, okay. Yeah. And I was like, eh. Yeah. Talon, yeah. the last part of it was good. The Most of it was just very wordy. Just I, like the I, like, with, I like the battle with I like the fight, yeah. yeah the the it's a solid the... start to a series. Yeah. Like yeah. He has his Alfred. Yeah, it's not stellar. I'm not going to scream, you know, about its wonders to the world, but it's decent. Yeah, it was it was solid. It was a good debut, better than a lot of the other debuts. Very like Sword of Sorcery, which so, had an attempted rape scene, a super awkward really First weird. Of all, I like the, well, it's, it's Sword of Sorcery is, is uh, like Game of Thrones meets Gemini hologram. Right. Like, so yes. Well, that just sounds terrible. <laughs> I bought it. Did I talk about this last time? I bought the Zero Issue because I thought it had something to do with Jim and the holograms. And I found out, oh, it's just because it's the same writer. Yeah. Um, and we didn't actually talk about the Jim thing, um, which is sad. But we'll, we'll have to say that for another day. But no, the uh, so the first issue, actually the first proper I, no, issue. No, no, no. I haven't read the first issue. I thought we hadn't. Issue did we talk about it last time? Issue one. I don't remember. I don't, we might have. This is Either where it way, gets really confusing, too. Either way, I was just... I Supposedly, just, there's like a Beowulf backup, though. Yeah, yeah. by and, Tony Bedard. And it, oh, it is? Yeah. Mm. It's, it's a mix of like medieval <laughs> and modern stuff. Yeah, because it's kind of with like Wayne Tech or something. I have no idea. There was something about I, Wayne Tech. I don't know Tech when it, and... like, what the year is or when it's supposed to be, but it's, 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 it's okay. I All like right. it better than the main story. Importantly, before Watchmen, I the have... Minutemen series. Oh, so sad. The lesbians, Minutemen, so sad. Oh my so god, good. I haven't it's read it. Sad and amazing and good, and I think it's probably the only one worthy. I think of being this whole Watchmen, you know, filling in the gaps kind of thing. Now, Silk Spectre is awesome. I love the art and I love the story, but it, it almost has like zero to do with the Watchmen itself, other than the fact that you know Silk Spectre is a character. But no, Minutemen is awesome, and I even as much as I, I do like JMS, but Doctor Manhattan. It's it's really like a rehash of the whole thing, you know. He's jumping around in time, all his bullshit. It is, but it's well done and his, it looks looks great. His Night Owl's good, is it good too. Yeah, I like Night Owl and Azarello's. Azarello's writing Rorschach. Rorschach. Oh, yeah, the comedian is 
I like the first two. Comedian's okay still, but Rorschach has been solid. I like mm, yeah. that one. Um, and finally, unless we have other things that we'll throw in here, Rot World is uh, running in the different books. I like that. I, I'm, only, I'm actually not reading Swamp Thing, uh-huh. but I'm reading Animal Man, and yeah. it works just by itself. They, but they're they're and, independent. They're completely no, independent. Yeah. Okay, but and now that goes, I've been reading Justice League Dark, yeah. do you know about Black Orchid? She's got yeah. power she both. has both. Yeah. So yeah. What's she that gonna, about? Is this gonna all tie? They gonna be tied into it now? Yeah. I don't know. Black Orchid's there in the future with Animal Man. It's like Black Orchid, Animal Man, uh, Poison Ivy, Poison Ivy. Who bitch got her arm bit off? Yeah. Steel. He has no organic. He's just a machine. Yeah. He put his consciousness into a machine, right. so he couldn't be taken over by the. I rot. just don't know how they're and, gonna. Uh, it's like in the future. I don't know how they're gonna. Eventually... Don't worry, man. Don't worry about it. I know. I know. But okay I want to know. I want to know. It'll be okay, man. Yeah, just let it happen. But eat some of those swamp things, fruit, and just take it easy. Yeah, man. Have a cool sex dream. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. The 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 three books that people should be reading are Animal Man, Swamp Thing, and Justice League Dark. And I Vampire. The three books that people should be reading are Animal Man, Swamp Thing, and Justice (sighs) Justice League Dark. Yo, don't diss I Vampire. (laughs) See, I don't read Animal Man. I read Swamp Thing and Justice League Dark. Something or Animal Man's really good. Let me Justice League Dark is, now that is I'm pretty good. They had a house now chase. That, ha- that, Wait, was no, that was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. The house chase scene. creeps me out, and that girl fucking creeps me out. Oh, that black woman. Oh, his daughter. Oh, oh yeah. Creeps yeah, yeah. me oh. out, and that's when I was like, Oh no, Maxine. I can't read this. Maxine. I can't read this. <laughs> yes. Any other books that we want to talk about before we sign off? Do we want to uh, toss out any predictions for Amazing Spider-Man? Superior Spider-Man. Su- superior yeah, Superior Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Dan Slott came out and said when he he's it's gonna Amazing Spider-Man is gonna end at seven hundred yep. and he's going to relaunch it as Superior Spider-Man and it's not Peter Parker. That's what he I think says. Peter Parker is changing his name. That's kind of what now I think that too. His spell has been broken, and everybody's starting to figure out that Peter Parker Spider-Man. I think the identity is going. to Yeah, change. I think it's still Peter because MJ is going to be going out with Spider-Man, who's not Peter Parker. Did you see the picture? She did not look pleased to be kissed by Spider-Man. She was like in shock, and he was almost like he was like forcing himself on her. It was messed up. Well, it is going to be interesting. I, I think that's a good theory. Peter though. Parker will come back in some form if he doesn't. If it's not just an alias, yeah. I just interesting. Yeah, I just think he's just, Peter yeah, Parker, he's got strange, he's got something, hand you know. uh, like he has claws, claws. and he has his fingers, and he has like the toe claw too. Yeah. See that? What's Aaron and his said, costume? Two thousand ninety nine Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. No. What's his name? What's oh my god! It's, uh, That's Jamie, like Santos or Rodriguez or Miles Morales, but he's the one who had the little claw thing. Interesting. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And I don't know. It, I, is anyone reading it besides me? Mm, I'm reading it. I don't oh, like Spider-Man. Okay. Right now, they just had the two... Uh, the old Hobgoblin... Old Hobgoblin came back and is fighting the new Hobgoblin. Mm. And uh, But for the moment, they decided to team up to try and kill Peter Parker. Goblins no, I thought that um, Octop- uh, Dr. Octopus was the big... Well, that, was that is going to start... Mm, that No, no, no. That is going to lead into 700. I think 98, 99, and 700... Um, are all Duck Ock but right now it's okay. Hobgoblin okay, and Kingpin well I'm interested but uh, yeah I don't know so anything else no. book wise no no, no no we're done we uh, oh Jared please <laughs> yes Jared raised his hand I know patiently you the last you second you waited two hours fucking for that. comic section <laughs> gay man on the corner god damn it well oh no, class comics yes oh my god you have I mean, this is huge. I, I think this is huge. Yes, I'm published again. What I'm confused about is there's like several variant issues. There's like they're not just doing one class comics no, Halloween it's, thing. It's two. It's two issues. It's the tree issue, which is just pinups, and right. then there's the trick, which is just all uh, single page. Uh, 
comics. And which one no did you dialogue. do? I did just the treat. Okay, cool. So it's yeah. available digitally if you can't find it in your stores. And let's face it, it's not going to be in our store yes. either. <laughs> so go online, uh, Class Comics. They have a great little storefront. You can get it. I think it goes on your iPad, your Kindle. I mean, all the devices. And yeah, you got a. What character did you do? I did uh, Patrick Fillion's character, Camilla Cat. You did Camilla Cat? Yes. You never told me. I showed you the picture. Oh, wait a minute. You didn't tell me what it was for. I thought you were just doing <laughs> Camilla Cat. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, this is huge. Class Comics, yes, they are a little more um, sort of uh, hypersexual, let's say, than other gay comics, but. Uh, they're very sexy, and the characters are very unique and very interesting. And I mean, this is huge. Am I the only one who's actually read the comics? I no, no, I've I, read. I, I flipped through them at the stores to have them, like usually like gay stores wherever. Yeah. But I've never bought one because they're so expensive. They're like eight dollars. <laughs> you know, it's it's seven like six seven dollars. Yeah, for an issue, a black and white. I'm just like mm. it's. Um, Support the art. Yeah, support the art. I will buy um, some porn. But I'll the, buy a deal with <laughs> No, I'm going to buy his issue of this. Absolutely. How are we going to convince him to do that? The, uh, the, the artwork is gorgeous. Yeah. The, the writing, it's it's funny. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's funny, sexy. It's just, it's, it's, it's great to... And no, it looks gorgeous. I mean, what I've seen of the art, they have this huge, like, multi-panel thing, and it looks, all of them look great, but mm-hmm. um, please, uh, treat. That's the one to get, right? Yeah, the treat issue. The treat issue. And, and get both of them, and they're like, I don't know how much they are. Um, they're, they're, they're not expensive digitally. I this think is like online, though? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, we'll have a link to it. We absolutely will have a link to it. And we'll also have a link to our Twitter, which is... At Flame On Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. There's a lot of people, like, I will just watch it, and there are people following us every day. Like, just new people pop in there. No, yeah. And we're big friends now with, like, so Charlie Harding and some of the other porn stars we met at Bear Bust. And, I mean, it's the, the Twitter thing is definitely, it. we are keeping up with it more than we had, and it, it's it's... It's growing. Yes, so I'm you, can very like, happy. you can like our Facebook page as well. Which, by the way, Facebook can fucking suck it because yeah. that whole policy now where if you don't promote your thing, if you want to see our posts on Facebook, you have to go in and add us to an interest list, which is the most non-intuitive bullshit I've ever seen in my life. But the good news is you can do that and you'll see our posts or you can go on Google+. Plus. And I know What's there's that? like five That's of you Google out there that use it. <laughs> <laughs> but as Facebook Google gets more and more shitty, as no. Facebook gets yeah. more and more shitty, guess where people are going to go? Google. Facebook used to be like the cool place to go. Then it was the popular place to go. Then it was just where everyone is. And now people are going to start leaving it's it. It's the new MySpace. Yeah. So no. we are on Google Plus and we actually put all our episodes up there. I will try to take more of an initiative to put our content like we post throughout the week on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hit us up. Give us feedback. Uh, We're on Tumblr. If you have have any questions for our question segment you can uh ask oh, we're them still for, doing that? for relationship and dating back. advice it will come uh, back how's that blowing up for you well <laughs> and people call me the bitch well, listen uh, let's, let's uh, not be let's you. not be throwing stones honey look, do you know I got what i'm laid. saying i got late listen <laughs> all that matters <laughs> i got late we cannot <laughs> be throwing windows and glass houses exactly exactly um and the sisters episode will be up very shortly after this one and we have a couple other microsoft's coming up but i don't want to talk about yet because they're not done but when they are we will and on that note flame off because you can't see tits on the radio i'll give you five fingers for a one-man show fasten those pants for the lap dance take a shot now
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 